Hello, everybody, and welcome to City Dwarves Episode 9. How are we all doing today? My favorite players um, in the whole wide world. Oh, my oh, God. Ooh, I love great. It. I really want to believe it. I you should. It. Why wouldn't you? I love with that truth. I've been playing with two of the mm -hmm. three of you for a very long time. It's true. Mm -hmm. But I've kicked us out of you. We're definitely up there. I believe mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how could you not like Rachel? I mean... Top I know. Playing. Seriously. She's awesome. I agree. She like fits right into our group. Like Erin. It What's felt because... like she's been there since since the start. Because the group had Rachel on one side and me on the other side, and Rachel and I hadn't just met yet. And then mm -hmm. really there's one extended group where the corners hadn't reached around. Yeah. Yet. That's yeah. now I'm the Yugi to your, your, your the Joey to your Yugi. Uh, the 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 Tristan <laughs> to your to your the fourth person in that group. We gotta <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm the horse right, dragon, Neil. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, uh-huh. This friendship's going great, everybody. This friendship is, like, really taken off. But like, so glad to be a horse now. I want to share the thing about the popcorn, though, because that's, like, really important. So last session, Anna had popcorn. And today, Rachel has popcorn, which leads to a big discussion about popcorn. And apparently, Anna's, like, a popcorn aficionado and has like gourmet popcorn love and stuff like that and it's like super important That's and I was like opinion. wow tell me more and like Anna's so put together all the time like I'm not surprised about that and then on the other side you have and like I'm like you but like it was even worse I didn't it's, have any popcorn doesn't but, like, expire but, <laughs> but like that's, that's me too like, I identify with that character. <laughs> Look, I've, I've eaten one-year-old expired five. popcorn. I just want to put it out there. One-year-old expired. It doesn't matter. The microwave matter. kills it's anything. Fine. Like, it's some of them expire. didn't pop. Whatever. It's this is... new, It can't go bad. It's trapped in a tight kernel and compressed. Exactly. And it explodes at high temperatures. I feel like when they're expired, they just don't pop. And that's like that—that's them telling me, Jen, I'm too, I'm too no. old. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Just to show you know, that I gave this the full thought, I do believe the expiration might be for the uh, movie theater butter flavoring yes, atop it, which could go rancid. I but that I want to assure you, in this case, has not. This is this is <laughs> as, as fresh as the day Orville Redenbacher laid these kernels in. <laughs> I've done the same though, like really, really old buttered flavor popcorn. I was like, man, it's probably for the butter. And I was like, ah. <laughs> let's see. I am really I glad fine. that you think that I have my life together, but I do want to point out that hyperfixation on ex extremely specific food preferences does not mean I have my life together. <laughs> it means maybe I need this, you yeah. know? <laughs> you need a year. I. You know what you need, Anna? A year old popcorn. Maybe you're right. Inspired. Maybe that but, but is like with butter at the very least. Like just to make sure there's something a bit off about it. <laughs> just Maybe just chuck it. one away, Anna. And next year around this time, be like, ah, yes. Mm, the reckoning. <laughs> you can eat it live on stream. You know we'll be there. Okay. Oh, speaking oh, of that. Episode 12. <laughs> speaking, speaking of coming back to food after an episode. I definitely marked that sloshing egg with a sharpie and I said, husband, this egg is marked with a sharpie because it's for science. 
and mm-hmm. I need to know if the yolk is broken. So here, look, Sharpie marked egg. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, did you try it? Got it? What happened? And then I came down yeah. and I was like, where are all the eggs? And he was like, I used them. I made no! you And I was like, what about the Sharpie egg? He's like, there was Sharpie on one? And I was like, oh. but he said specifically that he did not notice any broken yolks in the eggs. Oh, I think so, he would have noticed it. He would have I think so too, because he was trying not to break them at first. So I think I, I feel fairly certain that the yolk did not break in that experiment. What were those ropes, Jen, holding it in place? Yes, yeah, the little ropes. It's the little egg ropes. <laughs> it's that gone, guys. We learned a fact. It's, it's, the the fact white, it, it's like the little white thing that looks like, the, you know, the egg white? When it looks like it's cooked. Uh, but when, when it's Spider-Man uncooked, holds you have the to the wall, those things, right? That the thing. Phalanges. Yeah. That's not it. I forgot the name, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, egg. I'm going back. I'm going back. Egg. I'm gonna uh, put popcorn in here. Like, better. Egg parts description. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm back. Let's see. How is it called? I'm really What's jealous of that called? popcorn, Rachel. Oh mm. yeah. No. It it's is. The, it's the chaladza. Chaladza. Yeah, that's a lot. That feels like a different word than last time. It does. I I've never heard that word before for it's sure. It's a new word. Oh, another one says. This it's is a D and D show. Mm-hmm. I said the chalaza as well. What's going on? Yeah, chalaza, chalaza. Someone in my chat's asking who else had a shaken egg. Didn't one of you also have a? Neil shake? shook an egg. I shook an egg. And he had popcorn. Neil, um, you're the unsung food guy. Well, I put it in with the rest of the eggs, and I didn't even tell my wife where. And then we went and we bought new eggs oh. and they all get mixed up <laughs> and it, it just i never even tried but you didn't notice any broken yolks no because i None intentionally break all of my yolks because i don't i like my eggs over hard or scrambled um mm. but she could have had eggs without my presence <laughs> crap we found you in secret her. she could have had secret eggs well we get up at like vastly different hours <laughs> know, you know. know she'll get up and bring yeah. me coffee and make her I just own breakfast like the idea of her like creeping in just <laughs> <laughs> like 2 a.m egg just like mm-hmm. i found Boiling it by in. the way it was very close it was not chaladza it was chaladza and that's why you didn't recognize it. There was the E at the end that changed everything. Mm-hmm. Was it? I, I thought it was like starting with the letter I or something. I was No, wrong. it's like Chaladzai. Mm. It's really weird. And there's a Vitalin membrane, which is like the exterior of the yellow. Making sure we remember that. Good to know. I'm oh, yeah. glad that we had this conversation. Yeah, I mean, there is like continuity throughout our campaign games. <laughs> I I was thinking to myself this week about how much I enjoy this game because I learn really random stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I never in my life would have been like, I wonder what happens to an egg yolk if you shake an egg really hard. And now mm-hmm. I know I've done it. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. the answer. I love talking oh. about this campaign. Like when my colleagues are like, oh. You're playing D&D, I'm like, yeah, on stream, yeah, yeah, it's been like 10 years with my, like, friends, yeah, no, no biggie. I'm a, like, low-key, super proud slash a little, like, yeah, I'm a big nerd, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, what's the campaign about? And I'm like, we're cobblers, like, you know, shoes. And they're like, what? 
and then they're like and, and like what's the campaign about i'm like oh well we had some debt and then like we adopted some cats well it's not really cats it's like links but it's because like <laughs> whatever uh and yeah we're like branding our store like making shoes remember like but like what's the <laughs> who are you fighting are you, people don't realize fighting? everything this game can be you're like Remember? what are you fighting like from, you know it's like good vibes and like maybe we're fighting depression i don't know like last episode there was a lot of emotional challenges but like we're fine well this like is actually a great segue into what did we do last week yeah. which is the setup for this week unless anna has <laughs> nice. something I just wanted to say, I feel like our show is the new girl of D&D. Like, it's like the sitcom that has, like, some depth and emotion, but, like, you tune in because it's, like, gonna be low stakes and fun, and you feel safe, and you love the characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, much like the new girl. I know Hannah okay. Simone, and I have no idea what's going on in this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're sitcom D&D. That's what mm -hmm. we are. Mm -hmm. Continue, Neil. No, but what... What happened? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, well, we met some long lost relatives. Well, not really long lost. We hadn't, like, I personally, Anna had not met them, but Lazuli did know them. Mm -hmm. And that was because at the beginning of the, the game, we decided that we needed a safe. And so we, <laughs> we decided that we were going to have a safe built. And then we were like, yo, we have some relatives that build stuff and let's have them build it. So we went and then we were like, we need a gift for them. So let's design a designer purse for rock dwarves that holds rocks, <laughs> which makes sense. Uh, so we made the Boldaro's Boulder Holder uh, with multiple different designs. Her favorite one being one that has three places for boulder holding. Mm -hmm. And um, we also helped them create a, like a, a paver of sorts mm, for mm -hmm. dropping gravel to make a road. Mm -hmm. And they built us a safe. That's nice. Uh, Boldara, what did you put in your boulder holder? <clears throat> well, uh, GM Neil, in my boulder holder, I put uh, three boulders. Uh, three boulders of even uh, sizing and shaping uh with little uh hexagonal faces in the facets of the outer boulder i believe uh egg shaped but as our egg shaking irl test determined perhaps the boulders themselves not eggs or uh dormant eggs uh but yeah either way we brought those home and we stored them safely in our safe and i think hebel and i take turns uh looking at them that's right yeah, Pebble, yeah. you struck a deal at the end of the last session for partial custody of one of the rocks. Yes. I think it was a Monday through Wednesday. You get one of them. Yeah, something like that. I'm trying to find my note. Uh, but for what purpose? Oh yeah, I have it. One red rock Monday to Wednesday for Pebble. Yeah, mm -hmm. but what 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 oh, are you doing? Exchange, in exchange for it, I have to make sure that Bethany isn't with Francesca. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's Bethany? Who's Bethany? Yeah, Rachel, who's Bethany? Well, Rachel can tell you quite logically and without emotion that Bethany is a character that my character, Goldara, has a long romantic history with. Mm. Uh, Bethany, an ethereal creature who has stolen the heart. Uh, Boldara and has since found herself wed and hidden away by one 
Francesca. And, and Anna, who is Francesca? The evil witch who stole Bethany and we think has her in thrall under some kind of magic charm because how could she possibly want to be with Francesca instead of Boldara? And, and she's also the head of like the stupid cobbler guild or whatever it is that we're not invited to, so it sucks. Yeah, we really hate her. She's like our arch nemesis. Yeah. Big time. And what were you going to do about it, Pebble? I don't know yet. <laughs> I just wanted to test the TF one of the rocks for some reason. Boldara seemed so like so you, you suited. You promised the moon and the stars, but you don't have a plan. I'll figure it out. Like double smart. She like she knows that she's mm. not cool, but she knows she can come up with a plan. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Oh, also, as a Pebble representative, I'd like to remind everyone we did do. Oh my God, this is so one character. We have the Boldara Boulder Holder, but we also came up with the Pebble Pusher. Excuse me. Right. That was. <laughs> and like we don't there. mention that. Like, Sorry. Yeah. What? Forgot. Sorry, Ped. Oh my God. Even in real life. <laughs> Pebble. I and I couldn't remember the name either. I had to look it up. I was like, what's the name of the thing about Pebble? There was a Pebble tool thing we invented. Anna Arlene in my chat remembered. Anna was like, hey, remember it's the Pebble Pusher named after Pebble. Yeah. And you guys didn't even realize it was about Pebble until after it was named the Pebble Pusher. And you're like, oh yeah, that was totally for you. Goddamn. Right. So where right. last we left our party, um, you had just had a conversation, established proper custody of the three ordinary but very pretty rocks. And we're about to go maybe look into this Boldara Francesca thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that still what we want to do? Or has the week of intervening time changed our hearts and minds and we want to get into something else? Yeah. Now we want to be race car drivers. <laughs> you know? Dwarves might be capricious characters at the dawn of time. With the links, it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. We're going to invent race cars, and then we're going to drive them. Precisely. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to okay. solve the Bethany. Let's get, let's get yeah. Boldara back with Bethany, or at least not with Francesca. I didn't sign up for them to get back together, because that sounded like a really big step, but just breaking up Bethany and Francesca. I, I, as Boldara would be ready if she was ready. Yeah, the, the Bethany nonsense has gone on long enough. It's time for yeah, her. It's time to solve it. Yeah. Okay. Also, maybe we can get in the guild after. <laughs> or take over the guild. Or take over the guild. Because, like, once Francesca's exposed with her evil witch tricks, mm -hmm. who knows what will happen to the guild? Maybe it's going to be in shambles. We're going to be yeah. different. Maybe they'll rules. be like, wow, thank you for exposing our corrupt leader. You instead should be our leader. <laughs> yes. As you and are then we can... approach. Yes. And then we can totally give bad press to, what was it? Sister Helen of like Heavenly Sandals Guild thing. Like, she's horrible. Yeah, she's Temple of Shoe. Oh my god. I didn't even need to look at my notes. I remember it's temp Sisters Helen Dumb Temple of Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> she's the worst too. She's like her second enemy. Nemesis. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Alright. Pebble. The smallest yeah. of the cobble feats. Mm. It's up to you. 
yeah so reading through remembering my thoughts i mean <laughs> remembering my thoughts we found out that a message was left in our absence with Pretoni about bethany right. the first message was that there was a big fight between bethany and francesca and bethany had broken the beverage holder decanter thing and francesca mm. was raging and then on the second message bethany came back and was like oh sorry all good don't talk to me ever again love francesca she didn't say love francesca i added that um so the suspicion is that there's something off with either like the beverage that's being given maybe the beverage holder decanter thing maybe the ritual of nightcaps because there seemed to be a strange obsession with that with francesca um so we need to investigate i believe i need an an investigation hat actually i don't think i can start without one so i think we need to ask Rodney to help grasp an investigation hat like a like a sherlock holmes hat yeah they don't exist yet we invented that too yeah <laughs> it has mm -hmm. to have like you know little flaps for for helping with your peripheral vision <laughs> yes the, the scoopage yeah yeah um so i think i should brief Pretoni that we need to try <laughs> to invent an inspector hat uh, but I'll still start investigating without it, but I feel like I'm going to need it at some point. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes' hat has flaps, Neil. Yeah, it has I one in the you. front and the back, but not on the sides. It's not blinders. <laughs> well, ours were like that. Yeah, like... those are inferior. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nope. I mean, that it helps hide my identity, too, at times. If I get caught, like... Like, now do you see me? Now you don't? It's <laughs> good. Um, Alright, so I think that the first step should be to go spy on them. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And I think that I am qualified to spy on them because everybody always forgets I exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I have high stealth and low memorability. Uh, so... Uh, I'm going to share that plan with my sisters and tell them that I think that we should find a way to surround the house so that like one of us can like try to see through the window while one of us is like from the back in case something happens and I'm going to try to like peek at the window from really close or maybe even get into the house which is really creepy but it's okay. Uh, I will guard the back. I mean, like, no, like, yeah, it makes sense, right? Poldara, that should be, like, at the front. Like, it sounds like a, your regular behavior. <laughs> so, we're, like, the three of us as sisters are kind of, like, walking down the street. I think to go knock on the door to, like, just courtesy call, check how Bethany's doing, answer the message, maybe take a peek, see what Francesca's up to. And then you two... Uh, fucking solid snake peel off left and right to the front and back doors <laughs> yeah. to start and like... I tell you Boldara just stay there wait for us and 
If you hear me scream, I think you can come. <laughs> Just keep it's, an eye out. <laughs> it says it's six. It's six p.m. What are you like? There's other people on the street. Like, is it late at night? Like, where other people? It's around? six p.m. Yeah, there's people around. It's, it's six p.m. Prime... There's people on the street. Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, I mean, like. As I, I guess, like, as you guys peel away, Boldar's just gonna go up and, like, knock on the front door. Oh, like, god. I I'm gonna start making my way, like, to the sides of... Is it the house? Yeah, well, their house, um, their, their new house... That they Wait, they live recently, together, I forgot. This is where I dropped married. the silverware off, right? Um, yeah. Because they've, they've... After they got married, they moved in to a nice new house together, a nice new estate that Francesca was able to purchase with all of those uh, membership dues from the Cobbler's Guild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound corrupt at all. Mm, it's, and this porch is totally level, and that's a great color to paint your outside blinds. <laughs> it's new. Everything is perfect and in pristine condition. The columns, the the marble columns out front that sort of brace the um, the, the porch are immaculate with just like the right amounts of like black streaking down the, the gray and white. Like a tacky uh, amount of black streaking in the marble. Seems pretty tacky to me. Like very tacky, I have to say. <gasps> I just saw Pan. Oh. oh. Make a wish. We're yeah. going to hold on. You're going to like this. Yes. <gasps> he's wearing a Halloween collar. If we can get him to look upward, Funny. look at that guy. He's so big. Look, look up. Oh no, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. But he's wearing. <laughs> this. Oh, can we turn it? There we go. Little oh, he hates it. Oh, he hates it. But he's got a Halloween collar on. Man, man you are tolerant. He's just like ah, uh, I. I will tolerate you, human. I like. You did him. enjoy that, you oh. <laughs> buddy. He's like, Ugh, gotta get clean now. That was great. Okay. I haven't seen Pan in a long time. Sorry to disrupt. It's no, it, it's it's a legitimate disruption. I mean, that's what happens when the cats come in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. The best. Right, you were talking about the the beautiful marbling on the house with the mm -hmm. columns that sort of give you the grandiose entryway, especially for a dwarf. You know, the, the doors are already like six and a half, maybe seven feet tall, and you're only, you know, three or something or other. So Everything is just, impressive uh, to me. Are they both dwarves? Just want to make sure. Oh, Bethany and Francesca? No, they're humans. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. just making sure, because if they were dwarves, I was like, wow, that's like super arrogant to get like super tall doors. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not nice. The underside of this doorknob, they could clean this more. It's mm -hmm. honestly kind of gross. Putrid, really. In a, a multiracial, multicultural city like this, this first city, um, usually there are accommodations made for the, the large size people and the small size people. Like your shop, for instance, as you can see on the overlays, has a counter for tall people to stand at and a counter for short people to stand at. True. When you've got a staircase, you've got a staircase heighted for tall people and a staircase with slightly smaller stairs for shorter people, right? It's just, it's how the world works around here. Um, 
but not this house. This house has nice tall steps leading up to the porch, like taller than you would normally have for a tall person. Tall enough that for a dwarf, it's like, you know, you got to bring your uh, knee to a 90 degree angle to stand. Uh, These are hate crime tall area. steps, you're telling me? Mm. Hate crime might be a strong term, but it's These definitely are not dwarf ADA deterrent. Compliance steps. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The ADA has not been passed. American dwarf accommodation. Man, like, I yeah. can't even do it with, like, my knees in a 90 degree angle. I have to, like, hoist myself <laughs> up there. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. But Buldara, wasn't she like a tall dwarf? I feel like Buldara is a tall dwarf. I'm pretty tall for a dwarf. Yeah, for a dwarf. Yeah. It's a I lot mean, of like pulling myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you you probably don't like you know oak um for doors or or uh you know what do you call them shutters you know those that's probably not like a, a great wood and you know the the teak railing in between the columns is kind of tacky. Um, and that like burnished bronze for the chairs out front, the rocking chairs that you can sit in. And be I green mean, in a month. Tulips and roses, like those are crap flowers to put in the windowsills and the flower pots. I don't even go together. One's got like no petals. One's got like a thousand petals. Get a primrose in that bitch. Seriously, yeah. And and the doormat in front of the door, like. Who really needs a, a, you know, one of those like nice rugged mats that says like, welcome to our home with a, you know, black heart in the middle and two faces looking towards each other longingly. It's just like, it's over the yeah. top. I clean my boots specifically on the face that I think looks more like Francesca. <laughs> and then I bend down and I, and I brush a, a pebble off what I think is Bethany's. Aww. Right. Well, That's here you are. At the mansion, the estate, your sisters peeled off one to go around back to watch the back, you said? And yeah. the other one, I've already forgotten what you're doing, Pebble. I, I was trying to look at if, like, yeah, I was trying to spy through the windows, but, like, seeing if I could find an easy entry. Like, you mm -hmm. know, is there a window that's, like, half open that I could, mm -hmm. like, get in? Is there, like, I don't know. A weird vent that I can crawl yeah. into. Well, you're gonna, you're gonna have some nice. We we got some good things and some bad things. All right. The good news is that on the side of the house, there's a cellar that just heads down into the basement. Real easy. I mean, the door is shut down there, but there's a staircase and a door that is probably completely unguarded that would go into the the pantry and the cellar and all that jazz. Uh, the bad news is that we had talked about those like large steps that you get up to get to the porch. Well, that actually means that the base floor, the ground floor of the house is like three feet off the ground. And so mm. with that three feet and then the height until the base of the windows, like you, you can't even, you can't get to any windows that would be at ground floor, let alone look in through them. But there is that cellar door. Yeah. And what I'm thinking is like, if you have enough confidence, because I know people are walking around, but if I know what I like, what I'm doing, nobody's gonna judge me. So I'm just gonna like go for the door and open it with like zero hesitation. I'm not even looking behind me. I'm like, this is my cellar. I would argue also that it has been proven that Pebble is not noticeable. Yeah, so people she won't probably give has it. advantage on that. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Okay, um, I don't think people care. Make me a stealth check, Pebble. Uh, and while you're doing that, we're going to talk about Lazuli for just a moment. You 
walk around to the back of the estate and you'll notice that the back has like um, a little bit of a, a fence around it with some new plants that are grown in, like some vines that are eventually going to grow up and cover the fence to make it um, to, to block line of sight. But for now, like mm -hmm. they're new and they haven't really grown up very high. And they do look like they have thorns, but like, as I said, they're not very well ingrown. Um, and so the fence has just kind of got these like big slats uh, and there's a little back gate on the fence as well. Looks like the gate is maybe locked, but also, um, 10's pretty good there, Jen. Uh, the slats on the fence of like the, the cast iron fence is um, pretty far apart. And you're not a very large person. And maybe if those vines with thorns had grown up in between, you would actually be impeded. But for the time being, a person of your stature could just turn sideways and like flip into the garden. How big is the garden? Let's see. It's about 50 feet deep and about 100 feet wide. Yeah, the, the, the house is about 100 feet wide, too. So it kind of just extends out the back of the house. First, I look and see if there's anyone in the garden. No, no, not at this hour. Um, you can see a couple of another pair of rocking chairs out here. These ones are wooden. And you can see a hammock slung between two trees. Uh, and a fountain that is the rest of the house they've moved into. Looks like the fountain is still maybe like a little under work. I understood from Pebble that my job was just to kind of make sure that the back of the house was covered. Follow your gonna, heart. Do I'm whatever. Gonna, I'm going to lay in the <laughs> hammock for a little while. Nice. Just like observe the goings on, listen and stuff. All right, so Pebble, you get to the door. You go to open it. We're going to resolve that as soon as we find out what happens at the front of the house, because Boldara... I, I have one question, though. Like, do I have line of sight to Lazuli, or are mm -hmm. we, like, to... Okay. Yeah, because you're so on... Like on the side. You're on one side. Boldara's in the front. Yeah. Uh, Lazuli's in the back, and you're okay. also, like, okay. down some stairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, Boldara. You give a nice, loud, confident knock. Well, yes, on the first two. And on the third, I I'm choked by a full body sob. And so you just kind of get this wet slap of my whole like thick <laughs> forearm on the door and then like dragging down the wood. And then uh, I'm just kind of leaning my head on it, mm. uh, questioning why I'm there, um, if this is the right course of action. But ultimately rendered uh, immobile by uh, the love that draws me towards Bethany and my concern for her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Your love for Bethany is inspiring. I love this lady. Moments feel like eons before you hear the sound of footsteps coming towards the door. First, it's you know clearly uh, you know shoes on hardwood floor, and then they soften as they reach some sort of carpet before the door. Are they Bethany's and... footsteps? I would know them. Yeah, you would for sure. Give me an insight check. Yes, sir. <laughs> Do I... Hold on. The insight check, Ruski. I refuse to put my glasses on, so I'm wagering. That's it. That's it. Um, you know, can't really tell. 
you would know if you if you if it wasn't like behind a door and then with the different textures or maybe it's just because your heart's racing um it's but... been too long since i've heard them it's actually been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Um. Anyway, you. Footsteps end at the door. The doorknob begins to turn, and then there's like a muffled sound from within, and the doorknob releases, and you can hear not the words but, um, distinct voices on the inside. Saying something. Do you, do you do anything or do you wait for it to stop? Can I hear them? Uh, it's just, oh. you know. So when I when I heard the footsteps, my head was already on the door, but I've, I'm pressing my whole oral situation over here. So with the A to mm -hmm. the door. Owl. Owl. <laughs> I am hearing I'm hearing no words. Well, give me a perception check at disadvantage. Let's see yeah. if you can make out any words. No, not with the five. Uh, it's just just muffle, 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 muffle. Great, Charlie Brown. Um, <laughs> so what happened? They were about to open the door, and now there's a conversation. Yeah, like the doorknob began to turn, and then like released as this talking is happening on the inside. And maybe it'll end, and and someone will open the door, or maybe not. Um. I just want to know how you're hmm. reacting to this, this spot. Well, uh, patiently, graciously, and uh, as my opportunity to uh, kind of straighten myself up, not be leaning and sweating on the door uh, when it opens. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of dust myself off, straighten out my beard. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just get ready to like talk to Bethany. Yeah, that's when you hear the muffled steps followed by the loud steps of uh, boots or shoes of some kind on hardwood floor. Ignore and, the pink chair. And <laughs> someone <laughs> recedes from the door without opening it. <gasps> but the boots, they're coming towards me? They were coming towards you. They got to the carpet in front of the door. They were opening the door, and then there was a conversation, and the doorknob stopped, and then the boots receded from the door. Was this a door with a window in it? Like a glass of fancy pane? Uh, to the right and to the left, there are some large windows that look inside. Can I see inside? Well, it's dark. Well, we said it's six. It's what six. season is it? Is it dark outside yet? The light outside. It's the, it's the beginning of the summer. world. It can be whatever time, whatever yeah. light you want. Well, tell me, Boldaro, what is the lighting outside like? Hmm. Coming in slanted shafts between the houses at six. It's early autumn. The sun, <laughs> low. The light, yellow. But here in the shadows, I see deeper into the shadows through the panes of glass into the darkness of their house. Why do they keep it so dark? Bethany is beautiful. She's a creature of the light and she deserves to live in it always. Ah, what the fuck's well, going on in there, dude? In that case, what you see is some sort of distinguished elder matronly servant lady holding a candelabra with five lit candles on it, uh, walking away from the door through a hallway um, or like you're seeing her like walk past a doorway down a hallway into the deeper parts of the house. The the room that you're actually looking into here must be aside from the door, but not, you know, in the same room as the door. It looks like an extremely cozy parlor. 
um, with like a couple of comfortable sitting chairs, a little table in between. But then you can see on one side, it's just like a giant shoe rack and there's works. And maybe these are Francesca's works. Maybe these are works of other cobblers. Um, but you can see that this is like, you know, a, either it's either like a showroom or like a personal library of all sorts of different things. Um, I should be able to name at least five different types of shoes that you might see here. What are there you are, I believe in you, Neil, and now I really want to hear it. There are pumps, right? Oh, Great ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You got some really nice sandals. You got some loafers. You got slippers. Uh, you've got... Um, Easy one. You got boots, Cat. right? Nice. Boots. Boots, yeah. boots, boots. are everywhere. Made um, for walking. Definitely. Is that five? There's a lot of... Sh there's that was five. You know, okay. Yeah, there's a... You did it. A, a menagerie of footwear. A cornucopia. A cobblercopia. Myriad footwear. Let's yeah. see. And there, the, the, this, uh, the, this elder matriarch who is stomping in her boots down the hallway away from me mm -hmm. uh, and toward this room magically full of shoes. Is she alone? She does seem to be by herself. Yes. She's wearing an evening gown, as if, like, you know, she's going about her, her duties. She definitely looks like some sort of servant. She's dressed like a you know, someone who would attend a fancy family. So the person who stepped lightly was not being dragged along with her, forced ahead of her? Mm -mm. They've disappeared from sight? Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone must have called this, this person off from the door, but uh, remains not seen to you. Can I try the door handle? Is it open? Nice. Well, just... you go for the door handle, and we're going to go resolve the other door handle attempt down in the cellar. Ooh. Uh, the door is unlocked. I love that we're just like, okay. hey, this girl sucks. Let's break into her house. <laughs> <laughs> no, we think Bethany's in danger. Yeah, we're saving someone. We this are. This is righteous I... B&E. I do completely believe in our chosen course of action. It's just really funny. Yeah, we're just gonna break into a house. It's alright. It's, okay. yeah. it's okay. Like, I said non-violent game. Like, breaking into a house, you know, yeah. might be morally wrong or straight up illegal, but I wouldn't call it violent. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's non-violent. Yeah. It's a non-violent intervention. Anyway, we're gonna go save someone. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> right. so, yeah, I entered the cellar and closed the door behind me. Yeah, well, you open the door and you're immediately yeah. hit with light. Someone is down here holding light and you hear oh. a voice calling from deeper within the cellar. You can see that there's like lots of shelves. Yeah. Most of them are pretty empty right now. There's some sacks. There are some barrels. There's like a couple of hats hung up nearby. Um, but you can hear a voice saying, Cornflower, is that you? We've been waiting on those deliveries all day. Hurry up. Cornflower? Yeah. Well, did you bring it all? I forgot. <laughs> what? Then what are you doing? What are we? You, oh my God! By by the seven hells, you need to go back and get all the sacks of the cornmeal. But what do you think? Cornbread just bakes itself? No. When we need the fresh cornbread for tomorrow morning. I don't care cornbread. if it takes you all night. Go back and get me the cornmeal. What are you even doing here, cornflower? I'll go get it. <laughs> 
the I, gods! I, I exit and I'm gonna go get Lazuli. I'm gonna tell her we need uh, corn flour. It's really <laughs> pressing. <laughs> Fine. I don't even question at this point. I just, I like roll out of the hammock like I was just chilling in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Fine. And I go, go where. I go wherever there's corn flour. We're gonna no, go buy corn flour. It's late. The markets are gonna be closed at this hour. <gasps> right? This, you don't think those... there's any way we can buy any? Do we have some at home? Roll me a d20, Anna. Do you have cornmeal at home? I pick Anna do to we... make it a hard check. Yeah, you without do. having to adjust the skill. Oh yeah, God. you knew you were doing. Do, wait, do we have doing. inspiration? Because it no, sounds really important. <laughs> there's no cornmeal in your house. Do we know anybody who might have cornmeal? What about like? I mean, you'd the... have to go around knocking on your neighbors' doors. You, do you? I mean, what do your uh, neighbors uh, have in their pantry right now, Jen? Who's got wait, cornmeal in your? Wait, wait, but, wait. There's a bakery but, next door. Wasn't there a bakery next door? They did everything but door. cookies. But listen. Yeah. But listen. But listen we carve last in our shop yeah. and fine sawdust really does look a lot <gasps> like corn flour. Oh. oh, I love where you're going. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. Let's do that. All right. The two of you <laughs> run home. Now. You can't can believe run you home. invented modern gas station snacks. <laughs> <laughs> they used you to can- be good. Fill a bag with sawdust, and you can be back here in, in maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Um, are you both going to go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. someone needs to be here to watch Bulldara. Mm. You Who's stay here, go? Pebble. I'll go get the corn flour. Okay. Right. Corn flour. All right. You run back. Bulldara. Mm-hmm. You go to try the door. Um, and yeah, it's unlocked. If the person on the inside was turning and the handle was turning, that means it's it's not locked. Um, so you go to open it, and it turns easily. Do you op- excellent? Do you open it all the way, or is this just a, I'm testing the handle, or is this I'm I'm walking oh, in? Um, yeah. Um, well, Boldara has one of those like wah, 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 flash memories of all the time that she's unquestionably entered a space and how successful it's been. And uh, the the common factor there was uh, drunken hubris. Mm. And so um, she kind of summons, you know, that that like swagger and confidence of like, well, doors open. I'm just going to see how far I can get on my very honorable cause and mission. This noble vigilante B&E. So inward, uh, Boldara goes, uh, wipes her feet on the internal mat as well, um, you know, hangs a hat, should she be wearing one, you know, and her boulder holder up, like, on the, on the hat rack, as mm-hmm. if she's a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, she's gonna proceed into the house, uh, in, towards any room that is not the one that the matronly lady went to alone. Well, yeah, so in this atrium, you've got a door to your right, which would lead into the showroom, or maybe it's a dressing room, or maybe it's just a shoe room, whatever it is, in the room that you saw that had the shoes. Uh, There is another doorway to your left. The door is sort of half open. Um, 
can't really see in at the moment. There's no lights on in that area. There's no candles lit in that area. Before you is a hallway that like heads back into the house. And it gets, um, it starts off pretty wide, but there's like a staircase that takes half of it that runs up to the next floor. And so then it gets a little bit smaller on the other side and it has, from what you can see, a couple of doors leading off the back of it and a door at the very end of it, but they're all shut. Um, and there's a, a big, nice, comfortable rug in front of you. There's a little um, rack next to you for people to set their shoes on. There's a little coat rack over there as well. I mean, it's, it's kind of high for you. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. a, a call it when you've got like, candles that uh, a chandelier there's a chandelier with candles on it with you know has a rope that goes to the top and then comes down to like a, a big old uh twisty tie thingy where you would tie the rope so that you can like lower the candelabra the the chandelier to light the candles and like hoist it back up again noted for future violence um good question <laughs> was pebble close enough behind me that if i were to hold the door open that she would be able to feel welcomed into joining me she had schleefened her way around the side, so maybe if she saw. Did you see? Did, did you schleef in yeah. past I, I could join you. I, I, I hold the door open, just one of those like leaving the coffee shop kind of things, like take it or leave it. Um, I guess I'll enter. Well, Boldar is here by yourself for them. now. You yeah. you can come back in a moment. Okay, okay, okay. But for now, when you're alone, Boldara, what is what is the plan? I turn back and I look for the shoes by the door. I would recognize Bethany's shoes anywhere, and I want to know if she's in and what she's wearing and if she's comfortable, and perhaps if the click of the heels was from her. Yes. Even though she um, You can tell the difference between Bethany's and Francesca's shoes because one set of shoes are... I don't know what the right word for this is. Her um, fucking cloven hooves. Ugly. Francesca's. <laughs> I was going to say one is, you know, um, a little bit wider than the others and a little bit, you know, it's wider and a little bit shorter than the others. And that's not, that. that's Francesca's, the short, wide ones. Hmm. Bethany has a long slender foot and she's actually flat footed, but she's got this beautiful arrangement of her toes that kind of square it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, fits a ballet slipper like a like a dream. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, actually that's why they're called <laughs> ballet slippers. This is after Bethany, her her nickname later ballet. in life. Um yeah. It's interesting which we go on to mm-hmm. claim the title of a shoe. Um maybe maybe someone names a new type of shoe after her. Are the floors clean, Neil? Spotless. Someone must have just mopped him today. Did I hear the creak of stairs in the retreating footsteps of the gentle-footed angel who approached the door? Um, not. No, you did not hear the creak of stairs. Now that might be because it's a brand new house and the stairs aren't creaky, or maybe she steps with such grace that she wouldn't dare creak. The, the stairs would not dare creak under her presence, or, or maybe she was just on the ground floor. Now um, my girl bounces when she walks up the stairs. Can I check the uh, ground floor rooms for the lounge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just make a random shit up. You gotta deal with that side. <laughs> you step into the right side. You saw it from the outside, but now on the inside, you can see that this is definitely, it's not a showroom. This is definitely like a personal collection because um, the right side of the wall has all of these like short, wide shoes and the left side has these, you know, perfect angelic shoes. Um, 
So this is definitely like a personal collection in here. Uh, there's another door that leads out the back. There's a little refreshment station. And wouldn't you know it, there is um, a pole that goes all the way through the ceiling into some room above with like a little hole cut out, like a fireman's pole that goes from one floor to the other. Francesca's got Bethany on the pole. <laughs> Bethany's father's still alive. <laughs> it is an... It's a method of egress, ma'am. <laughs> How she dare you corrupt my beautiful world? A beautiful dancer. I look forward to seeing the... Why? What's corrupt? No, I'm excited for her. Ballerina, um, you said, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we meant a bar pole, of course, right? Mm -hmm. so, I'd, uh, can I climb up the pole? That would be an athletics check to climb up the pole. Yeah. Well, um, or an acrobatics. Let's see what I am less bad at. And while you're looking for your check, uh, we're going to see Pebble. You've, you've just talked with Lazuli. Lazuli's run off to go fill a sack with um, shavings, wood shavings. And you've come back around to take a look and you see that the front door is left open. Are you interested in the front door or are you going to watch the back door? I, while I wait for Leslie to come back, I'm just gonna go peek around the entry because I want to make sure that Boldara's all right because I didn't expect her to go in. Well, give me a perception check. Ooh, that's a great athletics check. You can shimmy up that pole, no problem. Would you also give me a perception check while you shimmy, Seltzer, please? Nope, don't even worry about it. It's fine. Uh, Jen, you will hear... You will hear this... Of uh, flesh on pole, you know, shimmying its way up. So like, Pulsara, are you there? Do I, I like see her? Do, like, I no, because she's do, through do the door her? and through another door in a separate side room. And maybe if you went and pressed your face to the glass, you would. But that's you'd have to walk up the stairs to even get to the window to see in. Mm -mm. Um, I how, would how like to try to just like as I'm no, I I'm like I I don't know where she is. Maybe she's talking to someone. I I don't know. I would like to inspect the surrounding area, but like my intention is still to come out if I see Lazuli showing up with like the bag. But mm -hmm. you know, since you're, since you're the door's cool. open and like nobody's stopping me, might as well look around. So like I'm trying to get the lay of the land. Like, you know, is there a kitchen nearby? Like, yeah. well, if you're gonna step on inside, you will absolutely see a dwarf shimmying up a pole through one doorway. Uh, and I think that'll probably distract you from any other inspections yeah. that are going to be going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. So I, I guess I know that she's okay, but I'm a bit confused about what she's doing. Yep. Okay. Milan style, that's how. Well, uh, I think Put this is the point where we... Business. <laughs> well, um, because you rolled a one on that perception check, Seltzer... Yes, Neil? You don't hear what's happening in the room above you until you ascend through the floor and get up the pole a little bit higher. You can see in the room 
which is a bedroom, because obviously you just go from your bedroom down to your, your dressing area, uh, you can see the... Um, well, it's a one on the perception check. It looks like someone has trapped a rather large cat underneath the blankets and sheets of the bed. And it is, um, you know, going around in circles or it's moving about really quickly. It's like a long cat. Does the pole go up another floor? No, it just goes to the end of this floor, uh, to, to this ceiling here. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> hmm. Well. What I know about cats is that you shouldn't rush them, especially if they can't see you, and especially if they're in an agitated state. So, um... What I'm going to do is approach this this playful cat into the sheets. As you all know, you have cats. You make the bed. You go whoosh like a like one of those parachutes in gym class, and the cats get to get underneath. And and so I would do as I would do with our two kitty cats at home. Uh, of course, boots and fluke. Uh, put the sheet over them and go. Who's crazy? Yeah, who's crazy? And I touch the end of the bed and I go over the sheets. Give me give me a last minute. Um, insight check, please. Last <laughs> last moment, just before just... you get to the bed, a thought might run through your head. Maybe. Is no that thoughts. thought? Look at that kitty cat. The thought that you have the only cats in the city doesn't cross your mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to the bed and do you pull the sheets or do you make a noise or do you grab the, what do you, what is the first? No, no, I'm kind of doing like a padding on top of the sheets. So if this is the sheet, I'm like, oh, crazy cat, crazy, crazy, crazy cat, crazy cat. Yeah, yeah. So the moment you touch the sheets, you hear a, a very human cry of surprise coming out from underneath the sheets um, and a, a pair of wide feet come out shooting in your direction. Ooh, um, you can see that there's like a wart on the bottom side, like on underneath the arch of one of them that someone's been like filing down, but you can still see that like circular wart pattern. Um, and they kind of shoot out and there's some shouting. And um, moments later, a, a tall human woman scurries out from underneath the sheets while another tall human woman scurries out the, the other end of the bed. Um, but it's dark in this room. You're a dwarf, so you've got great night vision. The humans, however, can't really see what's going on, but you hear these shouts and these cries and someone's call says like, get the candle and someone else is saying, get the guards. And, uh, and then all of a sudden there's uh, an athletics check that you need to make because someone is shoving you. Towards the pole, right? Yeah. Uh, they have a five. So you see the, the big human hands come and they grab you by the shoulders and they try to just push you backwards. Uh, but it's a five against your 16. You're a stout dwarf. They've got like, they're pushing down. They're actually just making you more stable as these hands grasp your shoulders. And what would they know by touch if they touched my shoulders, Neil? That you're a dwarf. Probably what they'd figure out pretty fast and that you're pretty buff, pretty ripped. They'd get a texture of whatever clothing you're wearing. Hmm. And 
Now, this is a bit of a weird question. Are there any other languages spoken mm -hmm. uh, in surrounding towns that would at least to uh, an ear to someone in this town sound like, oh, ah, you know, not someone, uh, you know, who, who's from here who perhaps knows a little of the land or that this is our house and our bedroom. Uh, something that would really get that across really fast. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there's a bunch of, you know, there's like Nalamesh and Dwarven and Halfling and, you know, a bunch of languages like that. Uh, but all the common tongue is, is pretty much the same everywhere in the early days of the universe. Yeah. Right. So we're going to make up some words then, Neil. Yeah. Make, make up some words for me. Yeah, we're going to be there. <laughs> and in my manliest voice. So to, you know, just to, to disassociate the sound, uh, the experience of hearing me and touching me with, you know, anything that would immediately make them think, oh, that's Baldara. Um, mm -hmm. that's whatever a... kind of non-Baldara impression I could leave. Uh-huh. And then with that athletics, I would like to swoop back down the pole. Okay. Well, you did kill your athletics. You make some sounds that that sounded maybe like a language. And you can hop right back on that pole and slide on down. You can hear the voices calling out, um, Francesca, Francesca, what is it? What is it? Um, and then there is the, the sound of someone's big, heavy feet moving towards the hole above you as you get to the bottom. And all of a sudden, things start falling down on you. It's um, a glass followed by, you know, a large um, potted vase with a flower in it that drops down on the ground underneath you. I'm going to give them one attack to see if maybe 2d20, d1, because they do have advantage, because you can't really see. Uh, plus two. Um, a 12 against your AC, Boldara, is not a hit. Yeah, no, it's a dodge. Uh, you escape the falling vase. You get to the ground Did floor. The voice that, that you heard saying, Francesca, what is it? Was it Bethany's voice and was it coming from upstairs? It was definitely Bethany's voice. And it, it was, was coming, coming from, from the head of the bed. Left. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Is it about Mina? Yeah, it's you. Oh. Um. Pab, what are you doing right now? I just entered the house and then saw you shimmy up the pole. I guess I see you shimmy down the pole now. I guess you're just standing there. Uh, I'm just there. You, <laughs> you got that door open still? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to run for the door and try and drag you and pull you with me out it, out the front door, and then down the nearest alleyway. Then I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Done and what? done. As you're running for the alleyway, the door to the estate will slam shut, and you will hear it. That's it. Hmm. Uh, what did you do? Did you see the ritual? I saw a ritual. Oh, and like, you know, was it like a, a, the glass or was it like the nightcap, like, or some words, like, did you interrupt it? <laughs> I definitely interrupted it. And it <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Maybe tomorrow, like, Bethany won't be so enthralled then. 
Yeah, I don't know, she's pretty enthralled today. I don't know if she's gonna have the energy to be that enthralled again tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we should definitely keep running, Pebs. We should what? Yeah, I think we keep running! I would like to- keep, can we, like, oh, just weird. dodge sure. all the way back home? I'm, like, dragging Pebs with me. Alright. <laughs> we've- we've- Lozzy, I- you're dead to me. I don't- well, you're at the cobbler shop. I don't know. I've left you behind in the house. Like, I'm running. You went well, to get cornmeal, right? You'll actually run into Lazlai oh. uh, at the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Like, just coming out with a big giant bag of sawdust. Just mm -hmm. Did you write cornmeal on it? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that, but if you said so... I, I think we should. Well, the party gathers together <laughs> at the house. The plan was successful, maybe? You that did. was the worst ritual. plan ever, and I hated every minute of it, and never took me back there. <laughs> a ritual was interrupted. <laughs> well, why don't we take a break, and we'll come back on the other side with some more city dwarves as we decide to go forward or to abandon this quest for all time. On the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to City Dwarves. So the party meets out front. House. Of their own house. I'm freak. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm gonna go in the house. What happened? <laughs> I, I'm gonna find the cat, and I'm gonna lay on the cat like that. And I'm only gonna talk to you through the cat's tummy fur. <laughs> I look at Pebble. I'm like, did did something go wrong? I'm not sure. Boldara told me that uh, she saw a ritual, the ritual, a ritual, and interrupted it. So like maybe we did what we had to. She did. I don't think she got caught, but she seemed very troubled. Why are we so that troubled? That seems like the point of of what we were trying to do. Was it just a yeah. really horrible thing that was being done to Bethany? Is that what's happening? The most the most horrible thing. What what was she being controlled like we thought? Yes. Well, you you you, you stopped the ritual. That's good. What did Bethany say? For now. We're just gonna get right back to it, probably right now. They're, they're, oh, well, so we have to we... go back and interrupt it again? Oh no. I don't know if we should interrupt it. I I don't know if Bethany hated it. Well, she's clearly under a spell. Yeah, well, I'm not qualified to really break that kind of spell. I mean, I think I just had a different kind of counter spell to offer, and then she preferred, like, that spell, and that's that's fine. Bethany's allowed to make that choice, and I respect her whatever she chooses. What do you mean, counter spell? You don't have any spell casting abilities. <laughs> and what are you talking about? It's... Are you drunk? There's things I can do that you, you as my family, know nothing about. I'm looking at Pebble, like, really trying to understand. Well, like, Baldara. You're being really unclear, like, should we still go in and try to break the ritual? Or well, should we have to go in? We have to go back! Well, you I'm don't up, have- I'm on my feet again. <laughs> I can go without you, but I need to understand if we, we've done what we set out to do or not. Did we interrupt the ritual, like, as we intended to? And what kind of ritual was it, so we can be prepared? It was like run of the mill charm spell kind of stuff. Like was something obscured from my sight. Something that 
they had to do in the dark beneath mm. beneath so shades they... and covers and shadows it okay so they do the nightcap ritual under they were like, fucking, in the dark guys, they were fucking she was Fucking Bethany! Oh my are you god! But that's not the ritual! I was trying to be <laughs> You, uh, fucking. <laughs> are you okay? Oh! She was making all these noises like, yeah! Would it make you feel better if the, we gave them sawdust in place of cornmeal? Yeah, probably. Okay. I put yeah. cornmeal on the bag of sawdust. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think at at the very least we can do this. <laughs> we can do the cornmeal strategy and like who knows the repercussions, right? Like there's this thing that somebody was talking about like how a butterfly and then stuff happen and like I don't know. I would call it the butterfly effect, but like if we give them cornmeal sawdust instead of cornmeal, imagine the repercussions it would have. Like maybe their cake's gonna be ruined. Maybe they're gonna have such a bad dinner that they don't do the nightcap. And then maybe the spell's broken. Scientific studies said that it has to be more than 75% sawdust before people even notice. (laughs) I mean, this is all sawdust. Yeah, but they're not even very perceptive. <laughs> it's, I mean, all right, we're, we're going to do this on this thing. We're going to ruin their dinner. And I mean, maybe on the way I'll find out more about this nightcap ritual thing. I feel like maybe, Voldara, you should just like hang out outside while we yeah. figure this out. Yeah, we'll report back. Well, Dara well, just follows you at the like, front there's door. There's a really then... nice hammock in the backyard. You can just yeah. stay there, have a chill. We'll, yeah. Well, because we'll, our mission was to find out what was going on inside the house. So we'll have a look around. You take mm-hmm. a little, little time. Little nap. Yeah. I shouldn't show my face there again. Actually, maybe that. Did they see you? They touched me. They touched you? <laughs> what? How? How? Like lightly on the shoulders <laughs> above my clothes, but I didn't like it. <laughs> this is all. I don't want to go back. I'm just going to sit down on the front step of the, the, the cobbler shop and like stiffly lean sideways in the door frame and then just I'll let my tears run freely down my all face. Right. You know I'll what? I'll set a beer in her hand and step over her and be like, yeah. come on, Pebble. Yeah. So. Why don't you just focus on supporting whatever? Um, oh, didn't go good. What's her face? Uh, oh my God! Protoni. Yeah, Protoni doing the the inspector hat. You should you should focus on that. It's gonna be super important in the mission. <laughs> I just imagine Protoni kind of standing next to me, just like putting like different hats on my like unwilling dwarf head <laughs> to like model them for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just... They'll be fine. Let's go, Pebble. Yeah, let's go. So we like carry the sawdust <laughs> corn meal. Yeah, but when you get back to the estate, you can see there's there's kind of a commotion out front. The the town guard has been gall- called. There's a bunch of people with lanterns um, and you know large candles. There is as well lit as it's going to be. It's dark by now. It's definitely dark by now. Um, 
And there out on the front steps are Bethany and Francesca in, you know, long nightgowns, but still wearing fantastic heels in the process. And a, a whole slew of servants. And the town guard is there you know, speaking to them with their various heights and, <clears throat> you know, chatting. And you can see when the, the, the lead investigator is turning to talk to someone who's not Bethany or Francesca for a moment, um, you can see Bethany is like, apologizing to Francesca is like really upset and like I'm so sorry um, and you can't you're far enough away at this moment that you can't hear what's being said but it it definitely looks like um, Bethany's asking Francesca to forgive her for something that's not good that's not good why would she be apologizing other than if she knows it's Bulldara or maybe that because of this whole thing, they missed their nightcap and Francesca's mad again. That could be. That could be. How can we figure this out without them knowing? That I here? think. I mean, I forgot the like. Do I? Could I try to remember the name of the person they were calling me? Oh. It was Cornflower. Oh no, I wouldn't know. You weren't there. Give me can a intelligence check. I didn't note it. I should have noted it. It's the type of stuff I usually note. Mm -hmm. Six. Uh, Can I use my inspiration? <laughs> go for it. Oh. There you go. They called you Cornflower. Oh my god. Called me Cornflower. Oh my god, that's why I called. I, I wrote Cornflower. Yeah. And they wanted Cornflower? Cornmeal. Hmm. That's why I got so confused with the names. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pebble. I'm gonna cast Disguise Self, and I'm gonna go over there and just look like an observer and see if I can hear what's happening. That's a good idea. And I'm gonna show up with the big bag of cornmeal, and I'm gonna see that Cornflower asked me to bring that. What are you gonna do after that? I'll just roll with it. <laughs> so, if I don't see you, should I just leave? I mean, just try to get in there. Like, if somehow they, like, <coughs> take you as one of theirs, just roll with it, I guess. I'm trying to keep a low profile. Yeah, yeah, keep a low profile. Keep a low profile. It's good. It's good. But, like, okay. try to find out more. Like, a passerby, a curious, snoopy neighbor. Mm -hmm. People are curious about this stuff. Neil... You said like police are here. What are the police like in in this the dawn of time? In this idealized world, um, you've got a couple of soldiers, a couple of spearmen, who are standing around keeping an eye on the perimeter, uh, just making sure that nothing weird is going on. You've got a pair of investigators, one who is taking notes while the other one talks to somebody. And that's it. It's just, it's five people. Okay. I disguise myself as a reporter. Oh. I like that. I like that. I was going to say you could be like another cobbler. Uh, that's like wondering what the hell's going on with like the head cobbler people. But reporter sounds even better. Thank you. I have a little notepad. Mm -hmm. I walk up. I don't go immediately to Bethany and Francesca. I start like talking to others, like people standing by. Oh yeah, what definitely happened? onlookers. Yeah. What what happened here? Oh, there was a break-in. Didn't you hear? They, the, mm. the 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 folks who showed up, just 
barged into the house, right into the bedroom. Do they know who it was? No. Wow. Who are you? That's terrifying. Oh, I'm a reporter. Oh. Is this going to... Is this going to be in the New Times? I can't make any promises, you know. It's, you know how editors are. Mm, but mm -hmm. I'll do... You know, what's your name? I'll make sure that I get a quote from you. <laughs> well, I'm Becca. It's nice to meet you. Thank you, Becca. Yeah. All right. I better go talk to the... Uh, the victims here. I just mm -hmm. circle around until I'm kind of like near Bethany and Francesca and I'm going to go up to Bethany and be like, I'm so sorry to hear about this. I'm, I'm here from the New Times and just wondered if you would be willing to, to tell us what happened here tonight. Um, Bethany kind of looks at you and looks back to Francesca who's like not looking at her um, and seems sort of torn and goes, I'm, I'm sorry, you're from the... Uh, this is just, it's a, it's a, it's a trying moment. Uh, could you, could you, um... Oh, oh of course, of course. Another time. I, I kind of fade into the background and just try to, like, stay within earshot mm -hmm. to hear what Bethany is apologizing to Francesca for. Right now, she's just trying to get her attention. She's doing, like, the tugging on the elbow, and Francesca is, like, pointedly ignoring her and trying to interrupt the uh, investigator who's asking one of the servants about something, but the investigator like keeps waving her off, like, hold on, I'm, I'm in the middle of something right now. I'll, I'll get to you in just a moment, ma'am. <clears throat> and while you're like, trying to overhear, one of those three spearmen walks on over to you and goes, uh, excuse me, we're, we're here to secure the, the crime scene. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. I, um, I'll make sure to note that in the times that you guys were doing a great job. The city should the, know what fantastic work you all do keeping us safe. I the, really, I just thank you so much. Are you are you with the new times or the old times? New times. Oh. I'm new at the new times. I see. Yeah. Well, what do you need to know? Well, are there any leads on who was the perpetrator here of this break-in? I was a very tall dwarf, broad shoulders. Well, muscular. Broad-shouldered dwarf. Mm -hmm. Any uh, other descriptor descriptors? Well, one of the victims has a suspect in mind. We'll have to talk with them tomorrow. Who, who is it? Uh, it's an official police investigation stuff. Oh, come um, on. Uh, come on. I couldn't tell you. Oh, I couldn't. What if it gets out before we get a chance to investigate her? I mean, then. Would I do that? Would I, would I do that? I don't know. What's your name? Rose. Rose Mars. At your service. Give me a, a persuasion check. Oh man, I really want this character to come back and back again and actually become like a writer for the new, the new time. Rose Mars. Yeah. Uh, persuasion. Matt is a meat that is the dc that you need it's only 10 guards is a lowly guardsman he wants his name in the paper or at least he wants a connection on the inside he wants to be doing something important other than you know watching the crowd at a mm -hmm. nothing was stolen no one was injured but someone was in our house sort of crime scene which is kind of boring so he'll the voice of the police you know mm -hmm. he's got to speak for them well, it's got to be off the record. You, you didn't get this from me. <clears throat> of course, of course. But it's, um, 
So these two run the Cobblers Guild. And mm. there's a, a set of unqualified cobblers who have been desperately, uh, cloyingly trying to get in the guild for some time now uh, and who just don't meet the standard of the, the guild. At least that's what mm. the victims are saying. And uh, it was one of them. Uh, particularly... Well, I, I haven't met them myself. I probably shouldn't be using the victim's words here, but a, a rather tall dwarf by the name of Boldera? Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. These these shoe politics, am I right? He shrugs. I don't know. I just my mom still buys my boots for me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They're nice. They're not nice. I don't say that to him, but I think that <laughs> I say they're nice. Well, um, let me you know spell your name for me. What was your name? Uh, my name is Jimothy. J I double M Ithy. Jimothy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been really um, nice to meet you, Jimothy. I'm sure we'll see each other again. Yeah, a hardworking, upstanding guard like you, I'm sure that the really important things in the city, we'll, we'll run into each other again. Mm-hmm. At this moment, the um, investigators begin to walk away down the stairs, and Francesca turns and like storms into the house, and Bethany is like left on the. Uh, patio, the state, what do you call it? The porch, which is, you know, like three feet up. So it's like at your chin level, essentially, um, sort of like weeping for a moment to herself. And she's going to have to walk inside soon because otherwise she's just like crying on a porch in the full view of public. Um, but there's a, a brief window of time if you wanted to grab her attention. I want to... I'm going to ask Jimothy... Hey, do you have do you have a handkerchief? I have something in my eye. Of course. Then he grabs a handkerchief and hands it to you. Thank you. I'll be sure to clean it, get it back to you next time. And I walk away dabbing my eye. He looks confused behind your back. Uh, and then, not like immediately there, so he sees me like taking the hanky, but you know, kind of weave my way in and out. I'll go sit next to Bethany, just kind of like conspiratorially and hand her the the hanky like these kinds of things always feel worse than they are trust me I've, I've seen I've seen it all and don't worry it'll be okay he looks up at you cocks your head to the side do, do I know you I'm Rose Mars I'm with the the new times I'm new at the new times something about you seems so familiar but I don't quite place you I get that a lot you know I think that's what makes me a good reporter uh, what have you seen before? Break-ins? Yeah, you know. And, and these kinds of things, it's... It's usually the person you would least expect, you know? It's some some drunk you don't even know. It was an accident. You know, it, it's usually, unfortunately for me, not much of a story. That's not what's got me broken up. What is? Well... Now she's got to make herself some sort of check because who just spills their guts when they meet someone? I'm very charismatic. The handkerchief move was good. Um, why don't you give me your your performance versus her insight rolls? Come on, performance. Ooh, yeah. Oh my God, she can't. Good timing. Good timing. Yeah, no. 
she looks at you and just goes, I just, oh, I'm so tired. I need someone to talk to. I don't, can you step inside? I don't want us to do this in front of the public. Of course, of course. I kind of like armor on the shoulder, like take her in. She then stands up and your arm has to drop to her waist or knees. Um, inside the house you go. She leads you to the left, away from the shoe room with the pole into a different sitting room. This looks like some sort of art room. Um, this this uh, is the easel. door that Voldara came in, right? She came in through the front door. Yes. Am um, I going in through the front door right now? You're going in through the front door. If you look to your Do right is the room that Boldara was in, and you guys are going to the left, away from that, into a new room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious if I'm walking by any kind of rack that Boldara might have hung anything on. Well, there's a Boldara's boulder holder hanging on a rack right next to you. That seems to have escaped anyone's notice so far. I'm gonna I know. Try to, I'm gonna There's try like to, evidence right there. <laughs> I'm gonna try to sleight of hand. Several people Rabbit. have boulder holders at this point in the narrative. Let's not jump to any hasty conclusions. It could no be. It could be. Our, you're right. They were invented five days ago. Our cousins and distributed widely across <laughs> two towns. All of our cousins, all dwarves. All broads of shoulders. Like, it could be any of us. We're like hundreds. Gaudy ass marble columns. They thought they were back at the quarry. They came home and threw their shit down before got their house. Oops, easy mistake. Well, give me a a sleight of hand there, Lazuli. I need to declare my inspiration beforehand if I want to do this with advantage, right? Yes, please. Okay, I'm using inspiration. Do it. Sleight of hand. 19 or 15. Perfect. You kill it. Um, she looks back as you are like picking up the, you like, pull it off the, the coat rack and it hits the ground and she looks over at you and you're picking it up and she's like, huh? But then she doesn't recognize the thing that you're picking up. So obviously it must've been yours that you just dropped on the ground. I just dropped my bag. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh. Clumsy. Um, she steps into the, the drawing room with you. There's a small fire that's just been started recently and a servant is still bent over like, beating it and coaxing it, and Bethany will come on over. Gently put a hand on the servant's shoulder and say, I'll I'll take care of it from here. Thank you so much. I I could just use a moment, if you don't mind. And the servant will get up and politely leave the room, shutting the doors on the way out. Bethany will plop down, ignoring the comfy chairs nearby, but on the the tile right before the fireplace, and say, It's so hard to pretend. To pretend what? To keep up appearances. It's... I love my wife. And? There's something that's holding me back from... We've been married a little while now, and we have yet to properly consummate our marriage. And every time she gets started, there's always something that comes up. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is. And I I feel like I'm letting her her down. When she says, I don't know... I don't know what it is. I put my hand on her knee and I'm like, don't you? But don't you? 
she's kind, she's sweet, she's intelligent, beautiful. She's got dexterous fingers, silver tongue. She's, she's everything that a woman would want. Mm. She knows how to take care of a room. She can handle her servants and her staff. She's so good at business. She's got a short temper sometimes, but that's that's you know her biggest flaw. And that we all we're all flawed individuals. She's no. a good communicator. She lets me know when things aren't going well. You know, look, spinach, so good for you. Leafy greens, tons of iron, great in a salad. So versatile, blended in a smoothie. So many reasons to love kale. But I love blueberries, you know? And when it comes down to like, am I gonna pick kale for the rest, or spinach for the rest of my life? Or am I gonna pick blueberries? I'm gonna pick blueberries because you know what? Life is short. You deserve to be the happiest version of you in this short, short life here at the beginning of time. And I don't no. know, you know, I don't know your life, but I just, you seem like maybe you're longing for something. And you deserve blueberries, girl. But I have blueberries. Look at this house. Look at this life we've built. Everything about it is perfect. And yet, whenever it comes to deeper intimacy, something something in me pulls back. Hmm. You know. No, it could it couldn't no. It couldn't be. I I wouldn't. I, what? What? It's just I I did this story recently, and it was about this couple, and they, one of them was telling me just the exact same thing, and it, it totally it must be a totally different situation. But you know, the end of that story, you'll never believe it. It ended up being that that she had been under an enchantment the whole time. And her wife had just ensorcelled her into this marriage, and it was her subconscious oh that was telling her that she was actually in love with someone else, and that she was just magically being held in this relationship. And oh God, so it was, it was like awful. this, like true love held her back, kind of thing. And ultimately, it was a very happy ending. You know, it, it helped her see see the truth. But yeah, totally different thing. You know, but it just mm -hmm. reminded me of it. Well, that that's. You know, Francesca's a great businesswoman and um, a good cobbler. She doesn't do much cobbling anymore. She runs every she runs the shop these days, but I don't think she's got time for sorcery. I, I can't imagine that she would know how to do anything like that. Oh, I mean, people hire for that kind of thing. Hmm. It's, that's what's done these days, you know. I suppose. Yeah, but but enough enough about my stories. You know, this is I like kind of rubber back. I'm like, this is this is about you. What else do you need to get off your chest? It looked like you really needed a friend. Well, I've we've we're having 
these connection problems mm. when we're alone. In public, everything's great. We look great together. We go out together. We make the scene together. We, we've we run the town together, and it's fantastic. Mm. Mm. But whenever it comes to issues of intimacy, there's, you know... Yeah. There's another... Another woman I just can't get out of my head. See? I thought so. And that's okay, you know? No, exes are in the past for a reason. And wherever Tiffany is, I'm sure she's happy now. Yeah? Who's Tiffany? She's... She's just... She's an ex. Mm. What happened with her? Um, she left me. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Cheated on me, actually. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry. That sucks. She didn't deserve you for sure. Well, I'm probably happy now. You deserve to be with mm. someone who loves you so much they know the sound of your footsteps coming down the hall. So much they know, like, the shape of your your feet that they 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 could describe your hair like a sunset you know well that sounds nice yeah but i don't think that sort of connection really exists in the world why not well i've, I've never known anyone who's felt that way about someone else really she shakes her head have you who who, yeah. who are you in love with? Well, I I don't know that I like am an expert on love or anything, but I just I feel like if sure, you surely if, you, there must be someone that's caught your eye. Maybe not love, but well, there is this just goddess of a person, you know, just just yeah. a she, yeah. Tell me it's about like, her. It's like the sea bends to her will, you know? It's mm. like every good and beautiful gift that you could imagine comes from her. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like I never would have seen her until I was open to to accepting that kind of presence in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Who who is this person? Oh, I I feel like if I say it it'll curse it. I mean I I told you mine. Told you Her name's Nadine. Nadine, that's a pretty name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm hmm What'd she do? She works with wildlife. Hmm. Yeah, kind of a um, like a conservationist, I guess. What's a conservationist? It's someone who like from the beginning of time realized that the earth is precious and wants to protect it so that future generations never have to feel like the impending heat death of the universe is going to happen during their lifetime. <laughs> 
<laughs> this kills the Neil. <laughs> I thought this was about good vibes. <laughs> Sorry. Everything's fine, climate... guys. We're all fine. It's fine. Did okay. my climate on we bleed through? <laughs> um. <clears throat> wow. That sounds like an important job. I really hope yeah. there's a lot of people out there doing that. Yeah, me too. In fact, I think that all of us should probably be doing that to some extent. Especially the ones of us that dump thousands upon thousands of gallons of oil in the Gulf of Mexico. Those of us Those people don't exist. <laughs> What's the Gulf of Mexico? Gosh, I don't know, guys. I lost the thread. Wow, the, those clerics of Nadinas must be great people. So, oh, is that, is that what she... Nadinas, Nadine, is she named after the goddess herself? Oh, God, I never thought about that. I I wonder. I wonder if that's what she's named after. That would make so much sense, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um You know, I was um I was asking around out there and they said they said that that you had a suspect in mind. Are you are you going to be okay? Do you feel like you need Do you want me to go check on someone? Make sure they're Oh, no. I'm I'm sure the the law enforcement is upright and honest yeah the dawn but of time and all you know it it can't hurt to have some eyes that people aren't like looking for you know what i mean well i don't think we have a suspect my wife um has a problem with a person and she obvious she she is jumping to conclusions hmm. just because the person who entered the house was a dwarf doesn't mean it's one of my other exes this um really really like clingy and needy and like cringy <laughs> um dwarf named Baldara. Right. She's, she's also a shoemaker and hmm. she just can't let go that doesn't seem like the kind of person that would do something like this. I think you're right. I think that's just jealousy. Yeah. I mean, she's harmless, but she's just a little... Ugh. Yeah? I don't. I really don't know what I was thinking with that time. Just kind of like loves you too much kind of thing? Yeah. You know, like worships the ground I walk in on, even though we've been broken up for, I can't even remember how long. And, you know, we, we dated for a while, but like... I mean, like the kind of person that would know the sound of your footsteps? Yeah, but like not in a good way. You know how like endearing and creepy are like actually the same actions, but it's like the context around them that really changes it? You know? Yeah. Hmm. It's that. She's on the wrong side of the context line. Hmm. I guess I've just never been... Maybe I've never been loved that much, you know? It's not love. It's a sickness, really. Is love not a sickness? Oh, it is, but it's a, it's a good sickness. And I, I do love my wife. I just. That's the first time you've said that, you know. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I do. We are great together. Hmm. It's just this one thing, and I don't even know why I'm talking to you. I, you know, I can't talk to the servants about it, and, um... Okay, hey, all have off the... the record. No worries. Yeah. Well, I've, you know, I've, since we got married, I've sort of drifted away from all my old friends. We're doing so much. We're so busy together all the time. You know, I've, I feel like I've kind of lost... 
maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need to get in touch with friends and develop a new social circle. Maybe I'm becoming codependent. Mm. Hey, that sounds wise to me. Yeah. What would you say your name was again? I'm so sorry to invite you into my house and, and not even offer you drinks or refreshments and then forget your name on top of that when you've been such a kind soul to come in and, and hear me blabber on about all my nonsense. Hey, no worries. This is... I, I think we really... I don't know. I feel like we could be friends. It just... I'm glad that you felt like you could confide in me. And don't worry. I'm, I'm happy to, to chit-chat. I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better. My name was and is... Rose Mars. Rose Mars, that's such a nice name. Um, Thank where you. can I call on you, Rose Mars? Hmm. I'm between places at the moment, but as soon as I get settled- You're living on I'm the street? Like, oh, no, 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 I'm just like, I'm crashing on a friend's couch and they don't like it when people come around. So hmm. when I get settled, I'll drop you a card. And I'm like, I'm packing up. I'm hmm. doing that thing where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, don't worry, okay. I'll, I'll well, send it to you. Well, um. Do, do do stay in touch. It, as I said, I, I could use more friends and it would be really nice to... Uh, uh, this sounds a little dorky. It sounds like my ex's younger sister, actually. But um, would you be my friend? I'd love to. <laughs> well, the rule bless you. That's it, the goddess of like and, family, home and society and, and the hearth. And you. Uh, and she'll walk you to the door and let you on out. I'll just like look like I'm taking notes until I feel like I'm out of sight mm -hmm. and then run around to the back where I'm supposed to meet Pebble. There's Pebble. Hmm? There's Pebble. Right, Pebble? Unless you did something in the meantime? Uh, I was with the cornmeal and oh, I was right. I, I, I had the whole thing with that to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do the cornmeal then. Yeah, Perfect. okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, it's so I'm like little dwarf showing up with like the cornmeal. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, I'm getting, I'm going to go close to the servants as if like I'm expecting them to expect me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like a satisfied, you know, look like I got the cornmeal. Yeah, you got this big sack. You're sort yeah. of headed over where the servants are, but like the constables are talking to yeah. the servants. Yeah. It's a little bit tough. And then one of the other guards, one of the other spearmen will sort of walk up to you and be like, excuse me, there, servant, laborer person. Uh, this yeah. is a restricted area. What's going on? I got sent to go get cornmeal, so I'm back with the cornmeal. Oh, do you, do you work for the house? Well, they asked me to go get the cornmeal, so I guess yes. Okay. Well, there's been a robbery. <gasps> well, a break-in. Oh, are we safe? Is this I, area dangerous? Don't worry, ma'am. I'll keep these streets safe. <laughs> you can Good thing you're here. Yes. Good to know. That's yes. scary. Like, I've heard of a lot of robberies, actually. Like, there, there ha hasn't there been one also with, like, the... At the cobbler place? A while back. Well, you're very up to date on your, your crime. That was a few months ago now. Yes, yeah, one of the cobblers did have a, a break in. A lot of stuff was stolen. Yeah. Do you have any stuff. reason to expect these two are related? I don't know. Do you think people could have something against cobblers? You know, now that you mention it, that's actually a, 
I don't think we, we've clicked in on that angle. Uh, why don't you stay right here? And he'll, the, the guard will sort of turn his back to you and, and walk over to the person who's interviewing the servants um, and like tap him on the shoulder and he'll wave him off and be like, not now, I'm, I'm interrogating someone. And he'll like stand patiently by to talk to the uh, person. But that does leave the, the entire alleyway over to the cellar door completely open. I'm gonna head over there with the cornmeal. Yep, you can walk on down the cellar door. It's uh, still unlocked. All right, I'm I'm just coming in. Uh, yep. How the what's going on now that I'm coming in? What am I hearing? Uh, now it's empty in here. It's dark. You've got dwarf mm-hmm. vision, um, and there's some moonlight out, so you can sort of see the inside of this this uh, cellar. There's a bunch of racks. Most of them aren't filled yet, but there's definitely some areas where like people have been stocking stuff and there's a couple of labels on the racks and barrels and baskets and hats and some farming and uh, gardening implements in here, but mostly just like storage uh, underground where you would keep your food to keep it nice and cool because there's mm. no such thing as refrigeration. So you bury it in the ground because the ground is at stable temperature all year long. Do I see any types of like, because I'm still taking on the whole nightcap thing like is there any kind of like nightcap beverages containers that could be marked that i could catch my high maybe the part of the cellar is a rack of wine i'm gonna look at the wine um it's all brand new bottled this year are they opened or like no of course not no If you open a bottle of wine, you finish a bottle of wine. That's the rule, am I right? <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so they're not open. Hmm. Are we, like, in the kitchen nearby? Do I feel like this is near the kitchen? Yeah, the staircase there would lead to the kitchen. Definitely, 100%. You don't even have to go up the stairs to know that goes to the kitchen. That's just, that's how the cellars work. Yeah, that's what I age. figured. I guess I would make my way towards the kitchen. Yep, you can go on up the steps. Kitchen door is unlocked. I have my cornmeal. That's like my whole alibi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you get to the top of the steps. Do you oh, do you go into the kitchen? Do I see anybody or is it still like, I guess everything's empty, right? People it's empty. All, all the servants are out yeah. front talking to the cops. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to look around the kitchen. Does anything look like a nightcap possibly? Mm-hmm. No. Um, like there's, there's like a... Stiff- <laughs> no, it looks like somebody is in the middle of preparing um, something, like some sort of meal. Like there's flour out and there's some eggs and there's some sugar and there's some milk. And, you know, there's a bunch of things in small bowls and a big bowl that's got some other stuff mixed into it already. But um, you're not a cook. You you wouldn't know what's going on here. Mm. Well, I'm going to leave the sawdust here. Are you sure? You're, you're, you've got the whole house to yourself while everyone's outside talking to the cops. Well, I'm, I'm just saying I'm dropping the, the oh, sawdust here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want them to find this sawdust and hopefully cook a shitty cake with it or something. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was excited about that. Okay, well. Um. All gonna, right. You gonna bail? You gonna bounce? I'm trying to think, like, in this day and age and from the layout of like what I've seen so far, because I've entered from the front, now I've entered from the cellar, I've seen the kitchen, I see the entry, I saw the pole of traveling through floors. Mm -hmm. Like, where would 
I feel like going to go towards where I would imagine a nightcap would be taken. So I, I imagine like some kind of mm. like little like you know like chairs. A sitting room, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm trying to find a name for that. Like a fancy velvet sitting room couches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah. Well, the, the you... place where a TV would be, but there's no TV because not in this day and age. But like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you you explore the house just a yeah. little bit. You can hear the voices outside, mm -hmm. and you come into a, a sitting room. Mm. Um, and there's like an art stand and an easel here, and there's a bunch of bottles against one wall and a whole little stack of glasses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you say bottle? Yep, there's three bottles against the wall. Three bottles? Mm -hmm. And they look like what? Like strong alcohol? Uh, yeah, one of them is a very dark colored alcohol or liquid. The other is very clear. And the third is like light blue in color. Hmm. How could I modify them? I don't have anything on me. Well, it's while you're doing uh, this that yeah. you hear um, the angry steps of somebody beginning to walk into the building. And I need you to make me a stealth check to take oh, cover before anyone spots you. Oh my god. Oh, it's a I am one with the best cover. <laughs> well, you can dive underneath one of these these comfy yeah. chairs because you're yeah. small and you can wriggle underneath yeah. it. Um, and you can see you know, some feet in a nightgown walk past you and then some other steps come past you and then it's nice and quiet. You know, they, they didn't come into the room, they just came down the hallway that the room connects to. Hmm. It's fine. Uh, the danger's passed. You can go back to your work now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do... I don't have... Like, do people carry, like, water gourds on them? No, right? I wouldn't have water on me. Could Not I? in the city. You probably wouldn't mm -hmm. be hauling water to a break-in. That would be weird. Uh... You know what? Since I don't have water, and I feel like there's a little bit of pressure right now, my only idea is to grab the bottles and mix all three of them. <laughs> like I just pour a bit of some in each of them and I just make a big melting pot. I don't know what's gonna happen, but that should be interesting. <laughs> all right. Um, you start you mixing take these some bottles. for testing? No, I just like mix them all together. Cause I'm like, you know, like if it's a charm spell and maybe another one's just like neutral or whatever. But like, if I mix them all, like Francesca's gonna be messed up too. Like something's gonna happen mm. or causing trouble. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's as you're mixing all of these that another set of feet are coming on oh, in. God. Give me another I... stealth check. Oh my God. Oh my god, it's another natural 20. No my problem. God. You dive right back under the same chair, and in comes Bethany and Lazuli, and they sit down, and they have a long heart-to-heart -heart conversation right in front of you as you're stuck underneath this chair. Um, but with a, with two natural 20s in a row, I think you can mix the booze, and they're, you know, they're on one side of the chairs near the fire. You could sneak out the back of the chair and place it and move on, or you could sit and listen to the juiciest story you've ever heard. It's all of oh, the I, details I'm, of Boltara's personal life. And I guess Tiffany? I'm Who's I'm Tiffany? Who is wow. this witch? I listen to it. Might as well. I feel like I'm doing a really good job hiding. Like you, I can feel it in my bones. 
Yeah. So I'm 100%. like, let's enjoy this moment, like bask in storytelling. Yeah. Well, and I'm 30... like, who's the reporter? <laughs> who's, who's this person? Who's Nadine? She sounds awesome. Um, 30 minutes later. Wait, do I even know it's Leslie? <laughs> yeah, I think you saw her disguise self. In oh, the okay, 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 yeah. okay. So I know it's her. Yeah. Okay. Um, 30 minutes later, they finish up and you can exit. Yeah, or I'm gonna exit. I'm so freaking stay. glad I took that spell. No, it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna exit uh through whatever feels safest. I guess through the cellar feels safest. Okay. You can yeah. exit through the cellar with two natural twenties in the row. You can do whatever you want. And the party will reconvene back at the house. Alright. Um, on the way back, I asked Pebble how her, you know, infiltration went. And we find out that we both heard the same information. Yeah. So I'm like, I was like, I was underneath the couch. I mixed all the nightcaps. Did you bring some so, so we could figure out what was in it? No. <laughs> okay. But, but I'm pretty sure something's gonna change. It's bound to have caused trouble. Like, first of all, I left the cornmeal in the kitchen. So those fools are gonna make you. some really disappointing cake. And I'm like high-fiving you back. Nice. It's written cornmeal on it. Like, of course they're gonna think it's fine. I wouldn't mm -hmm. check. And they had three bottles, different colors, different types of whatever that is. And now I mixed them all. They're all mixed the three of them together in the three bottles don't you I, think they're gonna notice the different color i don't know i mean one of the bottles was dark like i i don't know right it was dark yeah there was a dark one and a clear one and a blue one and now they're all sort of shitty looking <laughs> i don't know but the drinks are like messed up for sure Honestly, like there's I gonna really, be trouble. There's gonna I really be trouble. I like this just causing random mischief in their house thing. I think we should do yeah. that more. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's how we get to them and we make yeah. them break up. They're like haunted by some weird stuff happening. But we gotta figure out who this Tiffany you know, person is. She was talking You're just about the old this... men from Scooby Doo, is what you are. Yeah. <laughs> she was like talking about her perfect life and like her house where like everything's pristine. Well, now look at it. Here's your sawdust yeah. cake. There you Here's go. your shitty nightcap. Enjoy your a break alcohol slushy. In. Yeah, mm -hmm. and here's a break in. Like, how nice is your life now? You right? fool. Yeah. Um. Okay, but here, here's how this can still fit with the narrative that we want to believe, which is that Tiffany, it could be that this spell like makes Bethany remember Boldara as someone named Tiffany like somehow it separated them in her mind mm. but I have another idea for when the police comes by because they what? will come right the guards based oh on what yeah she yeah told me. Mm -hmm. so what I was telling them when I showed up with the cornmeal is that I remember there's been another break in a couple months back at our shop I said, but I didn't say it was me. I said it was like the cobbler's shop. So I'm trying to send them on this lead that there's somebody causing trouble with all the cobblers and we're just other victims. 
comes the knock Genius. at your front door. Genius. Yeah. As we go to our and maybe last we're being framed. Great. <laughs> and then we'll see you on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the City Dwarves, episode nine. There is a knock at the door while you were discussing things, and then it comes again. We were here all evening, right? Working on uh, this hat. Yeah. I was. Authorities. I'll go open the door. And I'll look tired. Hello? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be like elsewhere, like at the bag doing something. Uh, I'm looking for the cobble feet. You have them. Uh, is this the same residence that was broken into some months back? Yeah. Yeah, Did you got a leap. Well, there's just been another break in at another cobbler's. <gasps> no. It's mm -hmm. a cobbler string. What ha What they take? What? Well, the we're same, not certain if they're them? related or not, but I just wanted to ask you if you, uh, if you remember anything from that incident. They... They what? robbed us. Uh, Pebble? I'm looking for my notes. <laughs> I, I, like, look, literally, Pebble's also looking for her notes, like, rummaging through, like, her paper trail, because she takes a lot of notes. I'm just like it has to be related, right? The I mean, works. Ah, uh, I have it. I have it. I have it. I'm like, well, there's enough break-ins. Like, Eventually, they're bound to hit the same sort of uh, workplace more than once. Well, they've been hitting places, not cobblers. Well, we're, we're still in the investigatory phase right now, ma'am. We're just uh, looking to piece anything together. If you have any information or you remember anything about the break-ins mm. that could be of use yes, in yes, our yes. current investigation, we'd greatly appreciate that. I, I come back to the front with my notepad and I'm like, yeah, so workshop was ransacked, but they left one left boot from a set that had come in a few days ago, fixed perfectly, which is really messed up. But like, not, not perfectly we would do, but like... And it good. said, get out of the cobbling business now or else. Which is me. Uh, and where were you at the time of the break-in? Weren't we like back in the days? Below shoes? No, back in the days, like when our family got ransacked. Yeah, when your when your shop got ransacked. Where were you? We're Do you the, remember? At the funeral. Yeah, you were at the funeral. Oh, we were at the funeral. Good memory. Hmm. I see. I start crying a little bit. Please, please, ma'am. That makes me extremely uncomfortable. Well, you asked. Please hold it. Hold your emotions together until I, I, I'm. Um, yes. So you you weren't there to see anything, but they left a shoe, a uh, repaired no, shoe. They left a left shoe. A left, left boot. shoe. The left shoe is what they left us with when they left. Uh -huh. The left boot. <laughs> they, they left a, the left. Yes, a left right. boot from a set that had come in a few days ago. And then we looked into who who's shoe it was right and and was did you find out who wasn't did it you... from the temple of shoes mm. that was I, unsympathetic 
Jerks. The shoe that got repaired was the shoe of a customer named Barana, a half-elf down the block. But we haven't seen her since then. We still have the left shoe. Yeah. And uh, was any money taken? All of it. Hi, see. And, um... You know, I'm not the only officer that works this town uh, or this precinct. Uh, was the culprit ever caught? We don't have any record-keeping no. system whatsoever. <laughs> it's literally no. just who remembers what. Mm -mm. Nobody got caught. No. <laughs> I see. Well, I'm afraid you haven't been of any help at all, but thank you for oh, trying. Yeah, there's a lot of us under that category, sir. Uh, is there is there one of you here named Bulzara? Hmm. I don't know, detective. What do you think? <laughs> I'm like elbowing kind of like way too hard. <laughs> the, there is someone here named Bulzara. Yes. I'm looking for Me. a tall, muscular dwarf named Bulzara. That appears <laughs> to be you. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Am I tall and? <laughs> uh, Bulldog, where, where have you been this evening? <laughs> right there. I point to the stoop by his feet. Are there beer bottles? Like, because you've been drinking for a long time, right? Like in a chalk outline of me. Like a beer bottle shaped like. You've been here all night? <laughs> no. Look how many no, bottles I drank are there. those think... all at once four <laughs> seconds ago. Uh huh. <laughs> Do you know, um, a woman named Francesca? <laughs> that is a demon, not a woman. But yeah, I heard of Francesca. Uh-huh. Uh, were you at her residence any time today? <laughs> Ma'am, are you okay? Your crying is making me very you're, uncomfortable. You're up, I, I hold her to my bosom so she can't talk anymore, and I'm like, you're upsetting her. Francesca's very mean to Bulldara. Francesca has a vendetta, a grudge against Bulldara. It makes her very sad. And she would never go to her house. Look how upset it makes her to even talk about her. I've been told that Francesca has something that you want, and so you might be. I can't... Did Francesca tell uh, no. you that? If Francesca has it, I don't want Did... it. I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Did Francesca tell you that? I think that's something Francesca would say. Well, I, there appears to be a lot of bad blood between the two of you. I th I mean, there looks like a lot of sorrow here and a lot of rage there is what I think I'm seeing. I Why see. are they still so mean to me, sis? I don't know, sweetie. <laughs> I don't know. She's so mean. So mean. Uh-huh. Well, thank you, you all for your... little you know, flat little feet. <laughs> Excuse me. You could ask. Uh, you could ask our <laughs> uncle, who um, is in city council. There, there's been Francesca has been bullying us. She won't let us join the Cobblers Guild because of this vendetta against Goldara. It's just really petty and childish. But yeah, uh, he, isn't he, it? He brought it isn't he brought it true it that little... you've been attempting to join the guild and um, you have not been qualified to? No, is the paperwork. If there the was paperwork. a qualification process, then maybe that would be the case. But they just, you know, so made mean. a club that they didn't want us in. 
Do you have any proof that your work is up to snuff? Thank you, Well, let's take a look around. And I'm like try, proudly displaying yeah, give our Yeah, the store tour of like all of yeah. the like the shoes. Like we have the, the I'm just like following you, sobbing in your shoulders. Like, we like, have oh, cats. <laughs> yeah, and like oh well, I mean one proof that we're doing well is that we use like. I'm gonna assume, Neil, that it's not like unlawful to have depth, right? With like Debt? a loan shark. Is oh no, it? totally. Like, of course not. Yeah, so I'm like, well, we used to owe money to the loan shark because the, the break in and everything, and we lost all the money, but mm -hmm. we actually paid it all back through our successful business. So, you we know. We just sold a pair of shoes for what, like 200 gold, something like that? Mm hmm. So, yeah. like. I would call that a pretty successful cobbling business, and therefore I'm pretty sure our shoes are up to par. Yeah, the guard, the investigator, picks up one of these and goes, this is a nice peep toe. My wife would probably want a pair of these. Mm -hmm. hmm. Send her over. Yeah, we'll, I... we'll make her a last. We'll get her all set up. Do you mind if mm -hmm. I take this kitten heel with me to ask my wife if this is good enough, uh, if it's on par with the other shoes in the area? Um, I'll return in the morning, I promise. Is your wife a, a, a cobbler? No, she's not, but she has better taste than I do. Uh, let him have a shoe. It's okay. He's a guard. He's going to come back, right? What's your oh, name? Oh, my word. Uh, my name is... is uh, guard, guard. My Very name guard. is Idra. Idra. <laughs> you can always trust me. Uh, the bad boy of the city uh -huh. guard. Ma'am. Whatever the rumors say about me, I appreciate. They say that after a guard fight, once you smashed your spear and walked away. He's flew everywhere. This is well, deep StarCraft II jokes, by the way. I was like, if you're one in chat time. and you understand these jokes, my my hat is off to you. My, my little StarCraft II gentleman top hat is off to you. <laughs> Nothing but illusions. Well, I never did recover the spear tip. Lost. I think someone kept it as a souvenir. Hmm. Yeah, well. <sighs> at least I was fighting a real person that time. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. I love it. There are so few people in the world who will understand these jokes. I love it. I must have shown you my Greg Idrafield signed GG button that I keep on my desk. <laughs> oh, oh my no, god. Amazing. <laughs> that was my first StarCraft interview. He was Aww. very sweet. That's cute. I think I have like a mouse pad sign that's like still washing away slowly. <laughs> where like you barely see anything anymore, but I'm like, I know it was there. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of autographed from a bunch of Starcraft people. Ah, uh, the days. Yeah. Anyways, um And um this this uh these this uh peep toe and kitten heel and, and that that cone heel over there, you don't... They, they all come in this size, right? They don't come in something... Yay wide and yay long. They come in any size. We make them custom. Mm -hmm. I eye his boot, and then I wager what size he's thinking, and I'm like, we even got him in a ten and a half with arch support. Right well, my wife's got shelf. real big feet, so, um, yeah. Yeah, we want your wife to be comfortable when they're out and about, so... 
Wow. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> I'm just crying out loudly. Ma'am, your crying is making me deeply uncomfortable. I'm going to have to go now. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> it's a free action. <laughs> uh, and he will exit the stage. Anna taught me that. To exit the stage? Anna's no, that crime is a free action. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, do you know that someone is selling t-shirts that say that? What? Because Are you getting a cut? <laughs> no, they stole my t-shirt. I'm going to have to start printing them again. <sighs> a shirt's with that on them. And were there shirts with that on them before I made them? No. That's fine. There's a Jeremy Crawford tweet about it even? Who is that? It's the guy, he's the lead developer for 5th edition. No need to waste your bonus action on D&D tiers. You can cry while you attack, walk, cast spells, or do just about anything else. I cry while eating popcorn and watching a movie. That's three things at once. Hashtag D&D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Chris Perkins said on Dice Camera Action that crying was a free action because one of us at one of the many points that we were crying in the game said, I'd like to use my action to cry. And he said, crying is a free action. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, the guards are gone. It's all settled. Does anyone told Baldara what you learned from Bethany? I'm going to tell her when she's sober. But That's how was Bethany, idea. though? She was okay. I would just tell her that I successfully did the cornmeal thing that's going to mess up the cake and they're going to have a really bad dinner like not toxic just really bad like the cake is going to be a disaster which might cause some drama and also i still suspect there's something about the nightcap ritual it's not subtle but i mixed all three of the nightcaps together so i'm pretty sure they're all ruined <laughs> also have you ever heard of anyone named tiffany Tiffany. It's a weird name, right? Never heard it before. Just Tiffany. Have I heard of Tiffany? Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. You have heard of a Theophania, but you don't know anyone by the name Tiffany. No, I've never heard of a Tiffany. Why do you ask? I just thought you heard someone talking about someone named Tiffany. Well, who was talking about Tiffany? Somebody, Francesca, is going to go after her, maybe leave Bethany behind, yeah, sad, I mean, alone, abandoned, in need of love? I I mean, maybe. I'm just, like, tucking her in. I'm trying to put her to bed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I want my kitty just, cats. Yeah, just listen to the purrs. It's I give her the cats. The cats want to leave, but I won't let them. <laughs> we can we can end the night there. And we are uh, approaching our ending time here. So I'm going to leave it up to you. If you we want to just round it out right here and we can wake up in the morning. Or if you want to tell Boldara right now what happened in the night. And then um, formulate next steps, which can be enacted next session. Uh, 
Yeah, the the plan I had is just to wait until she wakes up and then tell her all of it when she's sober. Yeah, so well, that can be that can oh, be now if we. Yeah. By all of it though, do you mean like all of it, all of it, or just yeah. like? This is my plan. I want to sit her down. I want to tell her this is going to be really hard to hear, and you have to listen to all of it. And then we need to react like adults. <laughs> all right. But before you tell her though, I want to have a talk with you after she's gone to bed. Okay. Because I'd like to know, like, do you believe that what she said is what she actually thinks? Or do you think there's, like, a whole weird charm spell going on that's, like, messing up everything? Here's the thing. I want to believe it's a charm spell and that there's something weird going on there. I feel it in my gut. However, what she said isn't untrue that's true so it can't hurt to urge Boldara to treat Bethany more like a human or a person that's true she was acting a little bit less invasive maybe Maybe that would be more appealing. Yeah. You know, we just did break into her house and everything. Which we can totally do again, but just, you know, Bildara shouldn't, like, make it too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So it I is going to tell her everything. What do you yeah. think? No, I think it's fine. Like, like you said, like, there's something about context and... You know, breaking into someone's house is more on the creepy side than the cute side, that's for sure. That's... true. <laughs> but, we should still protect- like, there's still something messed up going on and we should definitely stop it. Yeah. We cannot and let Francesca get away with it. This is how I'm gonna present it to her, that like, the part she can play in helping us get to the bottom of this is to be cool. Just be cool. Because, like, when they met, maybe that's the angle, right? Mm. How did she get Bethany to fall in love with her? How was she then? She was probably mm. not as clingy, right? She didn't know her. She probably cried less, at least. Mm. She probably cried less. Yeah. We're gonna do an intervention. Yeah, just a, a, a sweet, mm. soft, light little intervention in the morning. Yeah. All right. Protoni, prepare the biscuits, <laughs> the cookies, whatever. Right. Something comforting. Well, the next morning, there's hot chocolate, there's biscuits, and there's waffles for breakfast. Biscuits after waffles. Nice. Uh, but when you come down, Boldara, your other siblings are sort of awake. They've got the meal prepared for you, and there's a stillness to the room conversation sort of dies down as you're eating your waffles and you notice all eyes on you. Sweetie, we gotta talk. I didn't do it. Hmm. I don't have them. And I never saw it. Okay, good. Now that we got that out of the way, I feel much better. I just wanted to chat with you about something else now. Uh... Pebble and I successfully did some reconnaissance at Bethany and Francesca's house. 
And I think it's entirely possible that there's some wee-woo something charm enchantment going on over there. I still think that's true. However, Bethany really opened up to me. Are you? Not to me, to, to Rose Mars, my alter ego, who's a reporter. And doesn't that doesn't make it better. Are you trying to assist? Are you yourself to two-time me, uh, my two-time ex-girlfriend? She's she's really lonely, okay? And so she wants to talk to Hey, Jew, hey, sit, and I, you know, I got a waffle at the end of a fork right in your face, Lazo. What did you do? I, I bat the waffle away and I get up in her face and I'm like, yeah, that's what you think of me? Is that what, this is, that's how this is going to go? And I start like, I'm, I'm mad that she won't even let me talk. So we're about to fight. She was sad and vulnerable. You put on your little Rose Mars costume and sashay on over there to talk to her. Oh, right I, her her. I know everything what? about what Bethany thinks and feels, even though I haven't actually spoken to her uh, in months. And I just know she deserves to see someone's real her. face when she's coming over to sleep with you behind your sister's back when her sister's Ew. Like, All right, girl, come, come. Oh, I step, I step on the so table lucky. and I'm like, calm down. Oh my God. Like. Do I have to be the mom now? Like, is that what this has come to? We were about to have a nice, well, not nice, an important conversation about family being civilized and everything. Like, look at how scared Protoni is. Look at her in the corner. No. You don't want her to feel like, look at the cats. They're under the thingies. <laughs> I, I, I don't want them to be scared with sis. Did you go over to Bethany's house and put the moves on her? Do you see this? Pebble, what am I supposed to do? Like, I go out on a limb, put myself in danger to literally find out information that I'm trying to share, and all of a sudden I'm trying to get with her sloppy seconds? Disgusting. Ain't nothing sloppy about Bethany. You take that back right now. I won't. I'm gonna put the syrup in your hair, sis, and I know oh you're getting sticky stuff in your hair! You just try closer and closer. You want to know what's going to happen if you do that? Guess who's going to go back and tell Bethany all the things about you that you don't want her to know? Is this your pillow talk? You go to sleep with my ex, you talk shit about uh, me? Every Is time that you your say hobby? that, I want to vomit even more. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Why are you vomiting? Oh my god, Why are you it's making... starting again. Why would you make that face? I mean, all right. I, she we starts need, crying. I to... grab her by the shoulders and I'm like, look, I have no interest in your ex-girlfriend. I went because I wanted to support you. And here's what she said. She said that you're scary and you're clingy and you make her uncomfortable. And it's because you act like this. So look, I think that there is something weird going on, but in order to get to the bottom of it, you gotta chill, sis. You gotta show her love by restraint. Get it? Restraint. I do think you need to give her her space. But I was, I was giving her so much space, and then you guys were like, she sent a note. Why would she come here and give Protoni a note? I if agree. She wanted to, I, I was totally giving agree. her space. She's got my head in a fucking. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Hold on, like, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, Not space whoa, like whoa, like don't whoa. interact with her. I'm saying whoa. like, look, look, look. Whoa. I got to sit next to her and talk for like 
a half hour, right? And you know oh, why love that was? it in my face, sis. It was because she need. I'm shaking her shoulders. She needed a friend, <laughs> not someone to worship the ground she walks on. So you gotta give her space romantically to get closer to her as a friend. Uh, and maybe that would be the good ending. You know, maybe she's not the right one for you. Well, she's the best one. I want the best one. If you really love her, then you're gonna want to be next to her no matter what. Man, I... I gave up on her. I let her have Francesca. She has... I want her to be happy. And I let her have her choice. And she's happy with Francesca. And I was gonna leave it. I was gonna leave it alone. Until all this shit happened, she came to our shop and left a note. So I'm just trying to do what she wants. I leave her alone if she wants. I come to her rescue if she wants. I'm here. And now she calls me fucking creepy. I'm gonna I'm looking at Pebble and I'm like, I don't I don't understand why I'm not getting can you can you explain this? Because I'm clearly not getting through to her. I'm leaving her alone, sis. I don't I'm not gonna bother her. I didn't say leave her alone. I specifically just said you gotta chill. You gotta be cool. What's cooler than being cool? <laughs> ice cold! <laughs> I'm gonna be ice cold, sis. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look at her. I, I do think it would be healthier if, you know, you tried to move on from trying to get into a romantic relationship with her. Because as far as we can tell, you know, there's something unhealthy going on with Francesca. But it doesn't mean that she would want to be with you if she wasn't with Francesca. Or maybe she would, but it's not going to hurt to just, like, not annoy her. Oh, could I be around her and not annoy her? I'm just going to leave her. I'm just going to... I think it's healthier if you just try to, like, be comfortable with yourself on your own for a while. I mean, with your family and stuff and your friends. You have a good support system. Look, yeah, at the, what, look at the waffles we made you. That's love. I mean, that's... Petoni made them, but like, you know what I mean. We asked her to do it. Honestly, <laughs> that's better advice than mine, so take hers. And you know what? Because we love you, we're going to go make sure that Francesca gets what she deserves. Because, yeah, like, we'll screw that keep... girl anyway. <laughs> no! Can... Leave her no. alone! Leave Francesca think... alone? Bethany loves that little cloven-footed freak bitch. Just let him be. Are you sure? Because we could think of so many other good pranks to do. God, and I want to burn her house down so bad too, sis. But we should just let her live. Like a little butterfly. Can we at least ruin her little cobbler club? Oh yeah, socially I didn't want to destroy her, yeah. But like physically in her house and shit, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> okay. Fair. Okay, totally fair. then sure. let's let's try yeah. to give, you know, some space to their relationship. But, like, I kind of want to know what's going to happen with the nightcap situation that we messed up with. But whatever, let's just keep our eye out for some rumors and some good stories. But, yeah, let's focus on social status destruction. That sounds reasonable. I mean, Pebble, sh she hates me, not you. She... She always had a soft spot or a blind spot or something for you, so I, I, I don't, don't worry. Didn't, didn't she say something mean about me? No, I'm pretty sure she said something mean too. Oh, then forget her. Mm -mm. But I just, okay. I, 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 I rubber back. 
I give her- I feed, feed her some waffles. Eat the waffles. It's a new day tomorrow! It's just a new day today! It's actually a day today! Just, you know, salt the waffles with your tears. It's okay. Salty and sweet. Interesting combination. We should write that down. Maybe mm. there's something there. We should start serving waffles at our shop. I didn't it's know we could do- precariously close to feet for food, but- <laughs> <laughs> It does kind of look like treads. Hmm. Waffle- We should make some shoes that have waffle-making, like, shape on the bottom and call them waffle stompers. I did hear someone say winter is coming. We could use them to cross the snows. <laughs> what snow? <laughs> Maybe it's on its way. Who knows? The winter of my heart! And I'm, I'm face down in the waffles. Um, <laughs> I think this is a lost day for Poldara. Yeah, I think the rest of the day is spent pretty much just like in pints of ice cream or crying. And we're just, yeah. you know, trying to take care of her. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Neil. What, well, why was feel good show like what's this is like the most depressing show yeah i know what ha what happens <laughs> but it was light and feel good for a long time yeah it was it was now it's about letting go it's about moving on it's about rebuilding who you are <laughs> outside of the light and the pillar of the strength and the scaffolding that you once used to structure your life even the gilmore girls had hard moments okay true who were they i thought grandpa was gonna die they telegraphed it all episode and they didn't. Ugh. Hard. Nick and Jess broke up at one point. Mm-hmm. They did. They didn't, yeah. Well, on these well, happy notes, uh yeah. we'll Oh, I do I do wanna specify that like after the waffle ritual, I'm gonna bring out the three red rocks too, so that we can feel better. Oh, that'll make her feel better. Immediately yeah. feel better. Yeah, it's a better way to end. Like, we're going to have our cats. We're going to have our rocks. Our bellies <laughs> full of, like, waffles. Like, the investigation hat is probably done. But it's Boldara-sized, so I guess she gets the hat. Protoni <laughs> made four of them. We're all wearing them. And for the cats, too! Oh, and we're cuddle-cuddle. Yeah. Proton will put the hat on your head, Boldara. And say, mm. you know, fix this. I made you this investigator's hat. Not because you told me to. Not because you all insisted that I make this hat while you run around doing wacky hijinks of breaking into people's houses, which none of my business. Um, <laughs> but I did it so you could help find yourself. So you could figure uh -oh. out what's going on. And, you know, ever since I've known you, you've been the strongest person I've known, but you've also been going through the hardest part of anyone's life. And I think you just need to take the muscles of your arms and make the muscles of your heart stronger. And maybe this hat will help you find your courage to do so. Protonius, that's beautiful, sis. That's... Oh, God. And I squeeze her into the hard leather of my empty, but once again, worn boulder holder. Noogie. Thanks. That was uncomfortable. But thanks, it was a good uncomfortable, not a bad uncomfortable. Can't hear you because you squashed it in my pics. <laughs> Is Protoni's hair pink? Do we ever accomplish that? Yes. Yes. Ah, this nice. is... Glorious. 
That is Proton. Yay. All right. She's so cute. And with that, I think we're done. Good episode. We're done this week. Yeah, now it's satisfactory. Good ending. It'll be a new tomorrow, sisters. We'll yeah, come back. Yeah, you know what? Yep, sorry. Go ahead. Nope, nope. Go ahead. That, that relationship was toxic, you know? I agree. She's got this new name rattling around in my head now. Till next maybe, time. Maybe you <laughs> and Tiffany are meant to be. <laughs> yeah. This kind of revenge dating hasn't even been pioneered yet. I am ready to <laughs> Just dating all of her exes one after another. Wow. Oh my god. But it's yeah, how Scott Pilgrim should have done it if he were more aggressive and handsome. Like honestly, that was like a good intervention. Like it's there was something unhealthy about that Francesca obsession. I'd say waffles essential for an intervention. Well. Francesca, I mean. Bethany, but yeah. Still something weird about the nightcap, though. I'm not over it. I want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe we'll find out next session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We might. Okay. Well, that is it. Um, Does anyone have any shout-outs before we go home for the night? Mm, Acquisitions Incorporated Season 2 is still being released on YouTube on the Penny Arcade channel. Um, and I've been trying to stream after each one and do like an AMA. And I've done that once. And there are three episodes. So I'm not doing a great job of that, but I'm trying. So if you, <laughs> if you want to see that, click follow on my channel or follow social media or something, and I, I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. And also, if you like musicals and you live in Lake Oswego, Oregon, come see Weird Romance at Lakewood Theater on the 20th and 21st of October. All right. Uh, I I got a campaign that's starting tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's like midnight Europe time. Uh, It is the third season of third, third, third chapter of Rise of Drekus, sequel to Tombs of Scoria. That'll be fun. We got four players, recognizable faces. Um, and then okay. the second chapter starts next week because we're doing them out of order for funsies. Scheduling reasons. What That's about you, exciting. Jen? What about you, Rachel? Uh, I'm just trying to stream like once per week, roughly, for like three hours at like random times and days. So like, definitely gonna grow my channel this way uh and i'm mostly playing baldur's gate obsessively right now uh role-playing original thief abigail um Mm -hmm. that's like basically my life so you can follow me if you want to check that out don't know when don't know how but it'll certainly happen but it's important to follow yeah Mm -hmm. that's why (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, i am doing geoguessr i leave Tuesday and I think it's Friday and Saturday is when the tournament airs the GeoGuessr World Cup. If you've never seen GeoGuessr, it is some of the most impressive uh recall demonstrations I've ever seen. They'll pick a point on the Google map and uh show two different players, and those players have to guess where it is. The closer one gets the more points. 
and you will not believe how quickly people can figure out your location i had to for the announcement like be like hey guys see if you can figure out where i am like less than 90 seconds this was on twitter and somebody knew where i was so uh well it's terrifying (laughs) gonna be fun join me and uh you'll definitely know where we are throughout the entire event so uh that's 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 friday and saturday next week all right well that's it everyone catch you next week thanks